Uh, it's working, I think. Is that the so, new one, or is that uh, the same old one that you had before? Uh, this is the one I've been using, the $10 uh, business expense. <laughs> oh, hang on. I always forget to do this. Well, I, once, I, once I start uh, broadcasting, to keep the window open in case there's comments or super chats or whatever, you have to run the thing. And then once I hit record, also I start hearing noises and advertising. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I got to pause it. I'll get you. I got you covered with the super chats. I got All it right, open. Cool. Yeah. I just like when I when I fly solo. So, uh, but how things? I have to say, things are fantastic. <laughs> just swell. How you doing? I'm pissed off as all hell, man. Oh, I that's know, cool. I know you have rage, but I got rage too, and and it it, it originated from uh, from the weather uh, and coffee stores. But uh, I don't. Would you like to hear my rage story before we? I know you probably have some rage. Everybody has rage. Would you like to hear my story first, or shall we rage with you first? No, you can go first. I, I'll accept one thing. I think I felt the exact same pain you felt regarding the weather, so I, I sympathize. I know the weather is the weather outside is delightful. Uh, now it is. Well, no, well with the snow and all that, but I'm saying today we're just <clears throat> we're getting a soaking rain. It's just going to rain all day, and I I love those type of days because it forgives you for like staying indoors or not doing anything. It frees you. It's like it's not beautiful outside. Like oh, I really ought to be running. I really ought to do yard work. I really ought to. I really ought to. It's like no, it's crappy outside. There's nothing to do. So I'm going to stay in. Then on top of it, yesterday, I did two workouts. I did uh, uh, weights and I ran six miles. Cool. I availed myself of a beautiful day. So like I had this, it's one thing to do something fun. It's another thing to do it guilt-free because there's no other way for you to do anything. And I was, and that's the zone, man. That's what makes me happiest where there's nothing else I could do because it's raining outside. And I've done all my chores. And, and now I actually have, I'd say a morning free. This is the only responsibility I had today. And so to show you how much I appreciate um, this freedom, this guilt-free freedom, the, the opportunity to enjoy some, I woke up at 8 a.m. to avail myself of a very special treat this morning. Oh, yeah? Well, are you going to tell us what the treat was? The special treat was coming back from running, uh, heading back north to the WBL, went past me and the GF went past this um, – because it was still rush hour, we're taking back roads. And like, ah, we don't have anywhere to be any particular, so taking back roads. And I go past this uh, cafe, this bakery cafe. And uh, it's closed, you know, because it's in the evening. Why would you stay open to serve cupcakes in the evening to people who would want a cupcake in the evening? I said, like, I'm going to come back here because I know it's going to rain. I'm going to park my ass at this cafe and I'm going to get doped up on so much espresso and coffee. And I'm going to be a jittery mess by the time I come on to the, the Older Brother podcast. And I'm just going to – I'm going to bivouac. I'm going to get cozy. It's going to be raining outside. And I'm just going to work on my laptop. I'm going to finish this stuff. I got maybe an hour and a half of stuff to do. I could get back uh, to home to do uh, the Older Brother podcast. I was looking so forward. I even got up. It wasn't like Christmas giddy, but I was pretty excited. There's not a lot of things to get excited about anymore at this age. And so I go out there, and what do you suppose happens, Chad? Uh, I was going to guess that uh, there was a problem, and they were closed, or maybe they were out of something. But what in, did happen? In, you, you are right. In the general theme, people happen because people suck, and they are the cause of all problems. So I go to this cafe, and 
first sign I knew something was wrong is the cafe is uh it's like twice the size of your standard star you know starbucks fits in those little corners or whatever it, it they're pretty small right yeah yeah okay this is twice the size of a starbucks so i'm thinking like oh this will be adequate there'll be enough people there'll be enough and it says bakery on the outside too bakery keep that in mind it says bakery on the outside so the first thing i notice is that there are seven parking spots for this rather large bakery and coffee store and if you wanted to park in the parking lot next to it, you can't because there's a sign that says no parking for the bakery coffee house over there. <clears throat> you must park. So now I have to drive around the neighborhood to find street parking uh, because they only have seven spots in a building that probably has a capacity, you know, before the firefighters are called around 40 to 50. And so, uh, and this is not, this is not the city. This isn't downtown. This is the suburbs, square suburbs. So now I'm driving around trying to find a parking spot. Now it's raining. I got to run in. I get in. What else do you suppose is wrong? I'll give you a hint. Bakery. Uh, what? See if you can figure out what the second problem is. I'm going to guess that when it came to actually getting a baked good, there were some problems with that. They didn't exist. If you wanted, you can get one of those, uh, Ancient biscottis or the, the standard crap pastries that they have. You know, it's not made on the facility. It's it's imported. Yeah. Like uh, any any uh, Starbucks or Caribou or Dunn Brothers or whatever. They got that dry, crappy-looking brown turd, and they call it a biscotti or they call it a, a croissant or whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. I You said bakery. Like, the things are made here. I was thinking, like, a donut. It's my cheat day. I'm going to – and I see a sign that says – Bacon ham gaer gear. What's the what's the the cheese? G U Y E R E. I I I was gonna say gouda. I don't know what I don't know. Whatever. It sounded yeah. heavenly. I'm like, I want that. And I say, let me have that. Oh yeah. Um. So we're all out of that. We we haven't really started those yet. We when we serve breakfast, it's more like ten thirty in the morning. I'm like, what? Your bakery, it's 8.45, and you don't start serving breakfast until 10.30? They're like, what? That's backwards. Well, no, it just, it's, and already I'm like, God damn it. Just God fucking damn it. You know, not only am I wasting an hour of my time round trip coming all the way back south towards St. Paul to do this, uh, on the tail end of rush hour, uh, I'm not going to get no food. I'm not going to be, oh, there's no place to sit, by the way. There's no place to sit because <laughs> it's all soccer moms and little kids, I guess, that they're taking out of school today. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Just give me a double espresso and I'm going to get out of here. But it was just this stupid people who made stupid decisions long ago before they said, hey, how, my, how much capacity do you think we should have for this facility? Maybe we ought to get a couple more parking spots or shrink down the size. And then maybe we ought to have some competent people here in charge that so when it's breakfast time, starting as early as 6 a.m., we would have breakfast. And not that I have a lot, you know, not that this was the end-all, be-all, but this was something I was genuinely looking forward to. You know, like, hey, I'm going to have a little treat. It's going to be guilt-free. I'm going to sit, get my work done. I'm going to experience this. No, no, it's just, it's another waste of my time and another I wouldn't say dream, but kind of like a fun thing I was looking forward to, dashed and destroyed by stupid people, by just fucking stupid people. And so then I had to 
go back. I got to a caribou coffee. I don't know. You guys got caribou in Chicago or no? Yeah, we got a few of those. All right. It's another, another chain out here. I'm like, all right, I'll go to the corporate one. Uh, Cause the little espresso I got was a little thimble, like a double espresso. Like, look, you know, I'm like, <laughs> that's not enough. That's, that's barely an eighth of a tank. So I go to the caribou and again, it's minor, but it people are getting dumber. That's basically the point I'm making is people higher and higher percentage of people are getting dumber and dumber that it's impossible to enjoy life. Another perfect example, I'll go back to caribou here in a second, but just to give you an example of not having fun, but just trying to get work done. Uh, I don't know. Did you notice anything in the background that's missing? Did you I, I was just going to ask you how you handled that bulky item. Uh, the start well with with the guns of Navarone, baby, right uh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I'm, I'm in pretty good shape. Me and my tenant, we we moved it out together. So it's if you use leverage in physics, it's not that bad. But that thing was in in really, I wouldn't say dire, but desperate need of repair. And um, you, you, I called up <laughs> search arcade game repair, and there, there it is arcade game repair, five different places. It says in their title arcade game repair. So I call them up. What do you think they say? Uh, I, since we're on the subject of stupid people, I'm gonna guess that you, uh, they were false advertising, perhaps. Yeah, they say, Oh, we don't, we don't repair those type of arcade games. Like, what type of arcade games do you repair? They yeah. Say, oh, no. It, it's, well, lots of people are doing it now. Those things are coming back into fashion. So there's a lot of people. I, I could give you some names. I'm like, okay, give me some names. So they give me some names. You know what I do when I call these people up? What happens? Do they say the same damn thing? They say the same damn thing or more commonly, no one ever calls you back. <laughs> it's just like, no. And, and that's even leaving messages with places that have game repair arcade game repair in, the, in their in their title because i would call them up and i would say hi i'm aaron and i have an arcade game that is in need of repair could you call me back at this number and crickets chirping apparently people who are in arcade game repair do not want to repair the video games that are in need of repair so i don't know how in fuck's name these people are making their money well, maybe it's uh, arcade game repair busy season and they have some sort of <laughs> deadline and cannot return messages, uh, which happens sometimes. Bullshit. How hard is it to re remember in the agency? This is why I say people are getting dumber and they are. They are getting dumber. This isn't like old Clary went back into his self-employed uh, uh, log howl like Rip Van Winkle, fell asleep for 10 years, came back and said, hey, uh, is it just me or people? People are getting dumber because now I'm spending more and more time fucking around, just trying to get a hold of people, just trying to get something to, to, to go right. Just why remember the times you'd have a day where there was no fuck ups, not only on your part, but other people's parts. I would go to the cafe and long ago, maybe some World War II generation fuck said, hey, you know what? We got this kind of size facility with this much traffic. Maybe we ought to put this many parking spaces here. And you could park your car. You could go in. And they said, when we say bakery on the outside of the fucking store, we fucking mean it. And so at 6 a.m. when they'd open, they'd have the fresh, hot, warm, gooey donuts and the pastries and the ham gear sandwiches and all that. But today, no. It's been going down. People are getting dumber. And now there's an increasing amount of time I'm wasting, not to mention frustration, 
uh, and less production, you're you're basically babysitting the service economy in terms of your patience, in terms of having to make multiple calls, in terms of having to right right now, if I need something done, I'll just call three or four people. Because you're lucky. It's almost like dating where you got to ask out 10 girls to get one or two to actually say yes and show up on the date. I mean, it really starts to become this, this uh, uh, a game of statistics. But you would think with a financial incentive, and maybe there's just a disconnect. Maybe people are getting dumber. Maybe they're just getting lazier. I don't know. But that financial incentive to make money, make a profit, and enrich oneself, I don't think exists anymore. It it just doesn't seem, even if you're in the industry of video game repair, you don't return a client's call. It just, it just it flummoxes me. I have no idea what people are thinking. Yeah, that's why I mentioned, you know, sort of joking. Maybe it's their busy season because when it's my busy season, I don't return calls because I instruct them not to call me. <laughs> right. But you, there is a legitimate accounting busy season. I can't think of a more busy season than accounting. Or tax season because it's a dedicated hard line date by the by the IRS by the federal government and the state governments. I don't know any other industry that would have a busy season that intense, and I I don't think video game repair is is that cyclical or seasonal. Yeah, uh, but, I agree. But this is this goes beyond video game repair or or, or um, coffee store. Oh, I'll give you. Would you like a third example that doesn't uh, have a busy season? Sure. Asshole season? No, no. That's year round. Thank God for <laughs> single mothers and feminism. <laughs> what will we do without them? Uh, this isn't even a business. Uh, this is just Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, so I, you know how I like to play Dungeons and Dragons and, and Warhammer and all that. So I, I like to get my geek on. And uh, Meetup had a, a dungeon, explicit edition five Dungeons and Dragons group. Levels three and four. I didn't have a level three or four character. So I go online. I download a pre-made character, level four elf something or other for edition five Dungeons and Dragons. You know, so I have the thing and it's not too far away from the WBL. Uh, it's at the right time. The GF comes back and say, hey, GF, how much work you got to do? She said, I got a lot of work to do. I say, okay, I'm going to go play D&D and get my geek on. I keep offering her. I'm like, would you, would you like to attend? And she keeps turning me down for some reason. She doesn't want to participate in, in Dungeons and Dragons. So I yeah, imagine that. So I, I go, I walk in, there's the table, got my dice, character sheet, book. And I'm not kidding, Chad. A full-grown adult male, I had him on the verge of crying. He was getting choked up because this table was full of such retards and spurgs that nothing could get done. We were, quote, playing for an hour, and these guys could not figure out whether or not they should go to another town or, as the dungeon master kind of hinted, here's an abandoned warehouse that seems to still have a light on. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Kind of like shepherding you towards that you know this is where the game might want to go and the out of the table of one two three four five seven guys there only me and the other guy say we're actually mentally stable enough to play that game the rest of them had some kind of mental disorder or were so socially retarded and awkward 
that they were incapable of playing a, a team game together, even with the shepherding and the leading of the dungeon master. One guy had a horrific stutter that I couldn't even understand him, which I understand that's not necessarily his fault. Next kid next to me was a high school kid. He was all right. The guy next to me, he was like straight laced. He was him and I were the only ones who weren't virgins at this table. The guy next to us on that left was Mr. I have to impress everybody with everything. The guy kitty corner to me was the one who was crying almost because we wouldn't let him use his spell just yet. He had to take turns. And then there was a, I don't know, a seventh grade kid uh, who just being a seventh grade moronic sophomore kid. You can't even play dungeon. Even the smart nerds are so dysfunctional today. You can't even enjoy a game of Dungeons and Dragons. And so now I'm thinking, I, I think I may just go home and be a hermit and sitting around and do nothing because at least I don't get so fucking agitated going out and you know trying to uh, tolerate the mistakes of others. Well, that's it. That's just my rage. I, I just there's society is becoming so completely dysfunctional. There's no point in leaving the house anymore. Well, that is an excellent segue to some of the things I want to talk about. But oh, first, oh, but what already? Yeah, we got a couple super chats. Now they're from the same guy, a guy we both like very much. Um, well, it's not Atham, then we don't I was like gonna Atham. Say, it's not Atham, so let's. Uh, <laughs> why don't you guess? I'll bet you could guess this in one or two tries. Oh, it's going to be Bacon or Nick. Yeah, it was Bacon. Bacon has five, five, six, or two, two, three. Yeah, exactly. Did you seriously just guess that? No, or? because you know where the five, five, six, and two, two, three come from. Uh, no, that's a uh, that's a caliber for an AR fifteen. Okay, well yeah. that's. I'll start with the five five don't, six. Don't worry, uh, city boy. We'll get you, we'll get you up and running here pretty soon. When you're done tasting that liberal leftist pussy out there in Chicago, and you want to learn a little bit more of what's like outside of the city, we'll teach you about guns and girls in cowboy hats. Oh, I've tasted plenty of that poison in the past, so you don't have to worry <laughs> about that. Uh, so bacon, this is definitely for you. Uh, right. For five fifty six, bacon asks, "What's the software you'd recommend for recording podcasts?" I'm current. I'm using the Windows Recorder, and it's a pain in the ass oh. to convert MP3s. Do you use anything different? Or well, here's here's I, I swear by Goldwave. Um, I know a lot of people use um, Audacity, which is fine. Uh, they're both uh, very good, but I've used Goldwave because it's free. And Goldwave is so good. You know what I did? What's that? I actually donated money to them because it's oh. that good. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's like me helping helping a kid or something. I mean, the the I really like Gold Wave. It's not that hard to figure out. But depending on what he wants to do, like if Bacon wants to give another comment in the chat, l let me know. If it's just recording audio and you don't want to do anything live like on YouTube or live streaming, Gold Wave would be perfectly fine or, or audacity whichever one you want i think they're both free but uh, as you're kind of aware of everything now is moving to youtube streaming uh, in part because of the super chats but then also a lot of kids kids nowadays uh, younger people and older people instead of like oh i'm gonna download the mp3 and play it on my phone people are just streaming it on youtube uh and I, I know like, oh, hey, you know, that takes up more bandwidth. So what I'll do is I'll download something um, and, and convert it to MP3 and then play it on my phone. I guess people, if you don't care about their bandwidth and more and more people don't, they'll just eat through their data plan on their phone and they just stream everything on YouTube now. So YouTube has kind of become the default player. So what more and more people are doing 
including you and me here, Chad, and a lot of guys, is we stream live on YouTube. Uh, YouTube saves it into an MP4 on its website. And then what you can do is either through going through other websites or you can install an extension on a Firefox-based browser. You can save the YouTube MP4s to your hard drive, and then all you do is you literally move that into the, the Gold Wave or Audacity window, and it will uh, render it and allow you to save it as an MP3. Well, you, so, still, uh, you still use SoundCloud, right? Like you put your... Yeah, but that's the hosting service. So oh, yeah. you're, what I'm saying is he's going to need some kind of audio editing software anyway, be a gold wave or audacity. Um, but for him, if you want to start a podcast and he want to do, he wanted to expose himself to as many venues as possible, as many mediums as possible. Yeah, you can have your MP3. Yeah, you can have uh, SoundCloud where you upload it and an RSS feed hosts it. Uh, but for the most part, so many people are just defaulting to YouTube as their default player. I would set up a YouTube channel, record there, um, save it as a as a MP4, download the MP4, and then put it into Goldwave and save it as an MP3, then upload it to SoundCloud, which is what I do, if you want to be thorough. Otherwise, nothing wrong with Goldwave, just recording straight to MP3, and, and you're good to go. Cool. Uh, he's actually got another one for us, $2.23, as you guessed. Um, mm -hmm. And I think this one, I might have missed this uh, stream you did. He asks, did DT get Elkins to lock down Blood Shekels LLC? Is that something <laughs> that, did, were you guys talking you know about, about that? Did you know about Blood Shekels? I, I think I missed this. Like, oh, God. No, so a DT came on uh, for the Older Brother podcast a couple weeks ago, and he had sprained his ankle. Really seriously. And so instead of taking an aspirin or something, he pounded down half a bottle of whiskey or scotch or something. And as the podcast went on, he got increasingly more intoxicated uh, and, and a little bit difficult to handle. But then at the end, because uh, usually then I go through the the uh, super chats. Oh, let's check out the super chats. And then DT just starts ripping into people. Come on, you sons of bitches. You should donate more. Do you know how much time this takes? And then I'm like, whoa, whoa. I, you know, it's optional. People could donate if they want. You're like, no, we put all this time and fucking money. And then like out of guilt, people just start throwing us tons of money. I think we made like a hundred bucks wow. like, in the next 15 minutes. And so, uh, so I started, we started calling them blood shekels instead of super chats because it's like, you know, DT would be the mafia. So like, yes, if you wanted to, if you felt guilty, uh, you can donate blood shekels. But if you just want a question answered, you just want to help out the show, you can do super chats. Oh, maybe we need to alter our strategy here. I, <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I'm saving that for later. Um, the Stefan Molyneux, ah, please do what's right. Otherwise it's Stephanie, please donate. I'm going to save the donation business model for later uh, in case for whatever reason I get demonetized or I actually have to go to it. Uh, because I, I still believe in the free market. I'd love to talk to Stefan Molino about how, what is his philosophy on not monetizing or running ads? I just, I would love to talk to him about what well, my he, business. Hmm. He would just blame the state to uh, talk about uh, feminism and, and single mothers, single moms. Yeah. yeah that's some type it, of answer you would get. <laughs> it, 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 yes and no. Let's not pick on Molino. He's I'm not. More I'm deep than teasing. that. A little, just teasing. Yeah. But, uh, no, the reason I don't do the nonprofit donation model right now is because I don't need it. 
there's other ways for people to get something. I hate charity. I just, that's, that's another reason. I just fucking hate charity. It's, it's nothing for something. You got to pay and you get nothing in return. I don't mind super chats because people usually have a question. It's like a micro asshole consulting. Like, hey, I got this quick $5 question. I got this thing that isn't worth a, a 30 minute video. And so I'm, I'm more than happy to help people out. That way they pay me. We help them out. And they are improved for it. They don't waste their money. Amazon affiliate, same thing. Like I will always promote the Amazon affiliate over uh, Patreon or the PayPal straight donations because you were going to make those purchases anyway. It's not going to cost you anything more. It's basically me just getting a commission from Jeff Bezos to drive traffic to uh, to Amazon. So I'm okay with that. <clears throat> but I'm sure the day is coming. Maybe it will never come and God bless it. But the day is probably going to come. Once President Ocasio-Cortez is in office and there's nothing but social justice warriors at the censor departments at the big social media uh, that they're going to demonetize and, okay, you can't have PayPal anymore. You can't have this anymore. You can't have Patreon. And then I'll say, okay, if you would please make a charitable donation uh, through the Super Chats because I need it. Well, uh, I, have, you, hmm. I have a great factoid for you. I'll save this for later since it's tax related, but it's something about charity that you're going to absolutely love. Like this will make you grin from ear to ear. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. Anyway, <clears throat> the blood shekels is out of guilt. Super chats is, is just, yeah. If you want to make a donation and help out, cool. I throw chat a couple bucks every now and then so he can uh, sharpen his pencils and get his green brim hat polished for tax season. Uh, hmm. But yeah, if you have questions, yeah, I mean, that's what the Older Brother podcast is here for. Chad's almost as old as me. I'm practically dead. Uh, so yeah, before we pass away, if you younger brothers and sisters wanted some advice, yeah, go ahead. Send a couple bucks and we'll help you out. Well, speaking of a couple bucks. There we go. There we Kenneth, go. Kenneth Johnson for $2. I'm guessing this is for you. Mm. He asks, are you related to Bill Burr in any capacity? No, um, I am not related to Bill Burr. I have, well, you could almost appreciate this. I grew up in Milwaukee, and there's like a mini East Coast due to Chicago being there. So people think I had, a lot of people thought I was like from New York. If you're not from the Midwest around Chicago, you say, are you from New York? Are you from Boston? Are you from the East Coast somewhere? It's like, no, I'm from Milwaukee. And they say, Milwaukee? It's like, yeah, there's an element of, People from New York and the East Coast that moved to Chicago and that accent then helps it out. It's not, oh my God, Paula Sausage. There's those people too in Chicago. But my agitation, my anger, my rage, and my speed, if I get pissed off or just pumped up or angry, that accent comes out. Since I've moved from Milwaukee 25 years ago, I've got more of the, oh, don't you know, kind of Minnesota uh, drawl or whatever you want to call it. But if, if I get agitated or riled up, you'll, you'll start to hear that, that uh, accent as well. But I am not related to Bill Burr, no. Well, the hits just keep on coming. Bacon Maldito has another uh, comment, and it's for $5.78. Uh, of, of, of which website is he from again, Chad? Uh, shoot, I, I used to know that. I might need you to tell me. It's something that was supposed to be on my sandwich today that they didn't have. The goddamned bacon. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Thegoddamnbacon.com. So. Uh, well, he says that he has a few podcasts up at The Goddamn Bacon. Wait, no kidding. Really? Hang on. Let me write this down. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I'm always up for new podcasts. 
And he mentions that it's a royal pain in the ass to convert from WMA to MP3 for people to download. And he thanks you profu profusely for recommending Gold Wave. Oh, yeah. W WMA um, or WMV, that uh, wave format, that just yeah. takes up way more data. You, you have to convert it to MP3. And I'd suggest 128 kilobytes or 160 kilobytes per second for the audio quality. But that will just save you upload time. And all of your listening audience download time. And yeah, Gold Wave, you just you literally take the WMV file, you move it over. It takes a while for it to to process it. Then you save as MP3. It takes another couple of minutes, but boom, there you go. Yeah, it's it's totally it's it's uh, an absolute must uh, to do that. Cool. That's it for now. Wow. Okay. Jeez. They don't even let us get out of the gate, Chad. <laughs> yeah. So all right, Allah. The Older Brother Podcast. Let's talk about some younger brothers and sisters out here. Uh, because you, whether people knew it or not, are a CPA and you have just gotten through with tax season. And there is no end to the number of important lessons we could convey to young people. And I think the wisdom is not going to be so much this is what you should do as so much as what you should not do. Like, you should go to the gym and work out. That's whether you do or not, it's a, it's a, not a crisis, but you should not get herpes because once you get herpes, you're kind of fucked for the rest of your life. So I'm going to imagine there's going to be some kind of these type of bits of advice, uh, in your rant and rage here. There's going to be some of that, but there's also going to be some comments about what we were talking about at the very beginning about how people suck. <laughs> so this okay. is going to be, you know, I, I have to watch what I say. I can't be too much of an asshole here in case any of my clients see this, but I, I have some things. I have some sort of some post-tax season. Um, what's the word when you finish something like denouement or, or whatever it's called? Annulment? De de debriefing. Like a debriefing. Oh, a debriefing. Yes, yeah. yes, the debriefing. Debriefing. You debrief okay. after the mission, yes. Yes. Um, all right, here we go. I'm going to roll up my sleeves for this one because, man, I've been waiting to let this out for a while. I haven't even talked to my dad about this, who, you know, was a tax CPA. Right. But your old man, do you, do you belabor him with your problems? Cause he's like 75. He's oh a nice no, I don't man. want to bother him, but he would love to hear this cause he doesn't have to work in it anymore. So he'd be amused about how things have changed. Um, <laughs> also it's, it's the fact it's not him and he gets to see his son wreath in pain. And he's like, yep, I'm out of that rack. I'm gone. There's some of that too. And I don't blame him. I, I mean, he doesn't want to do what, what I was doing. I mean, Okay. So for those of you who don't know, and I know you knew this, 2008, yeah, I'm okay, uh, 2018 was one of the was basically the most radical year in terms of changes to the Internal Revenue Code in basically 30 years. They had a major one in uh, 1986, and there's been little tweaks here or there. But I think most people were aware that we had some serious tax reform, and 2018 was the first year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. I have a question for you and I'll, or I have a, I have a few questions for you and I'll bet you could pick this up like that, which is something. I am, I am a high IQ individual. I did go to the esteemed Carlson school of management. So I should be able to answer any question under the sun. Well, we'll take a look at that tuition again, like we did last <laughs> time. Okay. So one of the things about tax reform, probably the biggest thing now there's a bunch of it, but I want to start with this. What was it that the what everybody was saying about tax reform, those that were in favor of it, 
it was supposed to help people. Now, this is a very basic question. How would it help people in a numeric sense? So we're going to start baby steps here. So what was it? What what does it do? Well, I guess it would do one or two things, either lower your taxes or make it simpler when you file your taxes. Well, it definitely didn't do the latter, but it, no. it, it lowered. You're right. It lowered your taxes. OK, right. so we've got that out of the way. That's important. Some people couldn't get past that step. So let me go to step two. As it was supposed to lower your taxes, employers, and by directive from the IRS now, employers, in order to provide taxpayers, you know, their, their workers with higher paychecks, what is something they might have done to allow that to happen? They would have lowered the rates of food, suda, wuda, kuda. Correct. Parody. Okay, they Correct. would have lowered those lowered rates. The, yes. Lowered the federal withholding. You're already ahead of 90%. Of oh, I did money. graduate with honors from the Carlson School. Oh, you were magna yeah. cum laude. Summa, summa. Summa cum laude, which means I had a pulse and I could breathe on my own. Yes. yes. Well, you're doing great. Like, this is so far ahead of so many people. I was blue in the face trying to explain this to you. Okay, so you're, 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 you're there. So when you do that, when you withhold less in federal taxes, what does that do to their paychecks? It, it would increase their net pay. So it increases their net pay. Now, I'm, I'm amazed. I, ha I hate to interject. People are having, wait, you're saying you have clients that are already lost at this point in time? Yes, in the like they couldn't even make it. And I had to repeat this story like 100, two, maybe like 200 times. So you're already ahead, Okay. And so, they were complaining about getting more money? Oh, no. Oh, oh. That's, hold that thought. Okay. Hold that thought. <laughs> oh, man. This is a horrible tax season. I, I know. This was the, man, this was the worst I've had in years. But let me, this is, I got to build up to this a little bit. So, so you're with me so far. If they're withholding less in federal taxes withheld, they're getting bigger paychecks. Yay, bigger paychecks. Right. Now, how many paychecks would you say most people get in a year. This is not a trick question. You know, just use uh, math. I would guess 52 times two if you're bi-weekly. So uh well you divide 52, it, you divide 52 it by divided by two. So yeah. 26, 26. Yeah. So 26 paychecks. Now, when you get a bit of, when you get a little extra money in 26 paychecks, do you think it's gonna be very noticeable? Or is it sort of like, you know, you'll see a little bit more money, but you're not gonna really notice it that well over time. Well, if you saved your money and had an Excel spreadsheet to calculate total pay, or you waited until taxis and have your CPA show you your adjusted gross income at the end, uh, but I'm going to assume most people do not have an Excel spreadsheet or even pay that much attention to their paycheck. Correct. So I'm going to say they didn't know. I mean, it, it, there was some extra money, but it wasn't enough for them to say, oh my gosh, it's triple the amount. What happened? No, this is going to be a... a Four to five percent increase in the amount, so maybe an extra fifty to a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, more or less, maybe slightly lower than that per paycheck. But it's something that people should have been aware of. They should have noticed it, but because many people are just on autopilot, they they couldn't tell. They weren't paying attention. Right. So let's fast forward to when tax season started. You know, mid mid to late January when I started working on all this shit. Mm -hmm. So if your paycheck is a little bit bigger and their federal withholding went down a little bit, what do you think happened? What were the results when I started inputting pretty much everybody's W-2s since most people are W-2s? So what do you think that was on their tax return? They get a higher 
return. No, no, well, no. Wait, because no, no. the, the withholding, but isn't that part due to the income tax? Like, you, in other words, <clears throat> if they've lowered Fuda Suda, Wuda Kuda, and all payroll taxes, um, they and it's automatically set up and estimated. I would presume that they'd get roughly the exact same kind of tax refund, right? So the, you know, Fuda Suda, all that that didn't actually get lowered. So the main okay. the main part is how much tax was withheld for everybody during the year, and we've already established that that went down, right? But not the tax rates. Well, the tax rates, they went down a little bit, but what ended up happening was, and I tried explaining this, I'll just, I'll sort of let the cat out of the bag here. Employers withheld, you know, in terms of reducing it mm -hmm. due to the rates, they did that a little bit too much in the opposite direction. So they took it a little bit too far down. All right. Okay. Not terribly, but a little bit. So if I'm inputting people's income, all right, I'm inputting the income and then they're having less taxes withheld a little too much. What do you think the final results are going to be? They owed money to the IRS because their employers did not withhold enough. Correct. So either okay. that, that happened half the time. The other half was they got significantly less in a tax refund because, you know, most of these people have been doing their taxes for a long time mm -hmm. and it's been rather steady because they've just been uh, W-2 employers. So now that we've established that the federal government withheld a little bit too low and that their paychecks went up and I've just finished inputting their W-2s, guess what I have to do now after I'm you done with all of this? You have to explain why it's not your fault to the angry client who takes it out on you personally for the law that Congress and Trump passed and the inadequate withholdings that their employer did. Bingo. Now, right. let me elaborate on this just a little bit. Okay. If you're getting 26 paychecks that are bigger, but only a little bit bigger. So, you know, your average person is not paying attention to that. Right. Yet, when it's tax season, and the one result that people tend to pay attention to is the you know whether they get a refund or whether they have to pay a little. Mm -hmm. What and you've already kind of said this, but what do you think happened as soon as they got those results? Who were they pissed off at, and and what what do you think? How do you think the typical conversation went when I they got angry? You said, "Why is my refund so low?" Yes, last you, year you got me as if you. Chad Elkins personally went out and slayed the the tax refund dragon and just bring back the shekels. And the previous conversation that you had with them, you had to remind them of that. But because they are so low IQ and so uneducated and so are, maybe they are smart, but they're so ignorant about how taxes work in this country. They didn't bother trying to sit there and listen to you the first couple of times you explained it to them. They just found it easier to take it out on you. People and so were, they yeah. angry at you and said, I'm going to go take my taxes somewhere else. People were stunned. Now, it never got to that. It really almost never got to that point where they're like, well, I'm going to take it someplace else. It wasn't like that. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand, people, people are used to relying on, you know, large tax refunds to fund things like, you know, savings, vacations. It's, it's a forced savings program. Even though you're giving an interest-free loan to the government for all those months, right. people are obsessed with getting refunds. So that ev I'd say about 80% 80, 80 of people who I did taxes for this year got worse results. Mm -hmm. Now, in the olden days, when you had to deliver a bad news to the king, 
do you think the king would like shoot the messenger or do you think the king would try to figure out, you know, why the bad news happened? Well, based on my European history studies, uh, sometimes they would shoot the messenger. But they would I'm, shoot I'm... the messenger. Yes. <laughs> so can you imagine like tax season is already super stressful. You're working hard. You're not getting a lot of sleep. You know, there's just a lot going on. So do you think that made it better for me this year or do you think it made it a hell of a lot worse? It made it a hell of a lot worse. But what what percentage was this all your clients? Because you've been on the- uh, 80%, dude. 80%. 80%. Yeah. Even the ones after you had the conversation with, even after you've explained it, even after the, I don't want to call it the purging, but you've been trying to select your clients and get oh, mobile. No, I see what you're saying. So it happened to about 80% of my clients. And I'd say a good of that 80%, I'd say a good 40, 50%. No, I'm going to say 50 to 60% where I really had a hard time getting through to them. Even when I would put on my screens, I would say, this is your 2017 return mm -hmm. and this is your 2018 return. Do you see how you had the same similar income, but less taxes withheld in 2018? I shit you not. People just could not fucking grasp this concept that I talked you through, how there's two sides to the equation. They just didn't get it. And the see, and that gets people are getting dumber. They're getting dumb. These are the same people who put out on the side bakery and coffee shop, and there's no baked goods in there. And these are also the same ones that says arcade repair place. Oh, we don't fix those arcades. I, I and I'm wondering. I know you can't say specifically, <clears throat> but are these people? Are we talking engineers? Are we talking? High-level professionals that should know better. The, are we yeah, talking? We like are. File? We are. We See, are. And that's what's scary. Okay, so then it's it's not that they don't have the intelligence to figure this out. It's perhaps a laziness to understand how the withholding our art. We currently have a pay-as-you-go withholding tax system, and they are just too lazy. Like, are they tapped out being engineers? Are they tapped out being supervisors? Man, they have no more intellectual energy I, to figure it out? I am still trying to come to terms with how this was so hard for smart, successful people, you know, mm -hmm. white collar. How, how did they have such a hard time grasping this? I Even I'd, I'd take time and explain it. I would spend more time, way more time, 10, 15 minutes explaining this stuff to them. And it just boggles my mind how some of these people just could not understand what I was explaining. It's and just crazy. See, and what scares me is, is what are the ramifications of that for your future in terms of your career? Like if these are, if these are engineers and doctors and, and other professionals and otherwise smart people who should be able to figure it out, but choose not to, if you can't get these people to figure out this stuff, that means every tax season is going to be like this. Or anytime there's a change in the tax law, you're just not going to be. This right. is the new normal. So this so, babysitting and handholding and arguing with is is the new normal. And I think that's just got to be so defeating well, and, and taxing in itself. I, I do think maybe I'm being too optimistic here, but I do think now that we've experienced this, now that people understand, well, even if they don't understand, now they have an expectation about how things are going to turn out. 2019 should be a lot more normal because now the employers know don't drop the withholding that much, increase it a little bit. Plus, even if they get results similar to 2018, at least they'll have different expectations. But I need to also, you were asking about my clientele. I am shifting as much as I can to working with people who are businesses, who are 1099s because- okay. They're the ones, some of them aren't too bright, you know, some of the younger ones, mm -hmm. but 
most of them, most of my business tax return people completely understand how this works. So I'm looking, and I've been doing this for a while, to shift more towards dealing with businesses, mm -hmm. not people who could probably use TurboTax. What um, um, are you are you getting closer and closer to mobile, or do you still got the I need to see my accountant in person because I uh, don't know if he exists no, or not. It, it went up this year. It went up uh, as far as just doing it remotely over mm -hmm. uploading things to a smart, secure portal. So it is going up. I haven't run the numbers. Like, honestly, I'm still catching up on sleep and all that. So I haven't run the numbers. I need to try to figure out what percentage it got to. But that is the trend. It is mm -hmm. the trend where there are more people are not needing to come see me. And I, I talk to you about being location independent. So it's getting it's getting there, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I know uh, one couple who use you. Uh, mm. they are big fans of yours and they love the fact they could just scan in their documents and send it and da, da, da. And they're like, well, yeah, it's really slick. And da, da, da. they don't sound like the old person. I'm just making it up. But, no, uh, and, yeah. and I know who this is and I am yep. fans of them as well. <laughs> they, they're like, Oh, gee, Willikers. <laughs> I hope I get to meet them someday. They sound, uh, awesome. you'd have to leave Chicago for that because they're not going to go to Chicago. I'll tell you that they live in a really cool part of the country. It's and I, and really I know where, but I won't say it. Of course. I know, yeah, I, I know. know. I know where they live. Um, well, uh, how many other lessons do we have here now? Uh, is that that's lesson one? What well, else? That's we lesson get? one is that what your refund is is only part of the story, and I feel like most of your audience, most of our audience, under can understand that. So it shouldn't be that hard to remember. It's kind of it's kind of hard with this audience because it's like you whine, we whine, complain, rant, and rage against uh, about stuff. But our audience, is like, yeah, we know that because they they are they are that smart. So I think they know. I'm I'm kind of hoping that maybe some outsiders come in and they learn or pick up a thing or two, or maybe one of our our listeners here <clears throat> sends it to a buddy who's pissed off about the return or something. But uh, like I said, this is more therapy for for me and and you guys and for there. me and for you. Um, yeah. Do you want uh, me to? Keep Let's go. Let's go back to the super chat so we don't. Uh, yeah, lose I was going to have say, any more super chats. Yeah, we do. I okay. I'll, we'll do some of those. So, wow, I can't even say this uh, username. It's like R-O-F-L-M-A-O shit is something. For five uh, pounds, five British pounds. That's so $7. That's that not bucks, bad. Seven bucks, yeah, that's um, pricey. Yeah, yeah. He says, Cap, I'm working in the UK making within the top 5% salary. With Brexit, move to Switzerland soon for double the money or stay in the UK? I, I don't know how I'd answer this one double the money i frankly i would go to switzerland um it's a better place to live than it's the a better well see it? but it, it, it is it for him i mean i know personally me i would rather live in switzerland than the united kingdom the united kingdom and, and the main reason is not because of taxes or the crappy weather or they're just so cucked it's the the count dankula or dracula that guy who taught his pug to do the Nazi salute. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. They have some real, I mean, I don't even know why they fought the Nazis in world war two. They just should have rolled over and let Hitler take over. But some of these speech codes they have and people getting arrested uh, for either commentary on the internet or things they've done. Um, yeah. And, and now what knives they're having knife by that, that that's, you know, in Switzerland, everyone has to serve in the military and the population is mature enough that uh, men who are conscripts or what I, I don't know, conscripts isn't the thing, but 
they're in the military and they're they're going to their training and they'll just carry their their uh, weapon into the bank and do it because it's a mature place. Uh, the only thing I would caution about Switzerland um, is it's too clean. Uh, I really didn't feel comfortable with it. It's a big library. That's why I describe Switzerland. Switzerland is this big ass library with very quiet and very polite people. And it's one of those things where I'd, I'd be kind of worried that inevitably, you know, I got speeding tickets uh, because they all have cameras and everything. But when I run, not to sound crass, but you know, I, I, you get your snot going, especially when it's cold and I spit. And I'm wondering, is this one of those places where you'd get arrested or fine for that? So if I had to choose between Switzerland and the United Kingdom, I definitely would do Switzerland. I think it's sunnier, nicer weather. But go visit it first to make sure you can handle that kind of library atmosphere. Because um, I, they were fine, nice, wonderful people. But I'm like, yeah, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to piss one of you guys off without me even knowing. And I'll be politely asked to leave. Uh, but aside from that, dude, if you're getting double the pay, there's lower taxes in Switzerland. Uh, they're not letting every fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry come into that country. Uh, they actually have some sovereign integrity. They're traditionally conservative. Uh, yeah, I would totally go to Switzerland. I would totally, if you can get double the pay in Switzerland, assuming you're doing a cost of living adjustment block, because it's, it's pricey to live there. $12 Big Macs, not kidding. Uh, but they're in general, yeah. It's, they're not in the European and, Union, right? No, they're not part of the European Union. No, they have okay. their own Swiss franc. Yeah. I'm just saying uh, everything else, yeah, Switzerland over the United Kingdom, but I can't speak for him personally. So definitely hang out in Bern or Zurich or wherever and, and see if you're if you're all right there. Um, but yeah, if, if if I had to make a decision without any other information, I'd definitely go to Switzerland. Absolutely. Cool. Um, bacon just keeps giving us money. I'm, I'm um, for I'm for the goddamn bacon.com and his new podcast. I got to check that out now yeah, that I, I know about it. Uh, for five dollars and twenty seven cents, he says something I very much agree with. This is why 1099ers are superior. We have to deal with taxes head on, and most are not vegans, which deserve to be made fun of regularly. <laughs> it is true. We are the superior race. 1099ers are the superior race. No, it's, I wish everybody would go through like an independent contractor stint just once so they're forced to understand how taxes work. Uh, I'm sure you've gotten this story before, but one of my favorite uh, stories, although this has happened multiple times in my life, but this one happened to a liberal. He was Mr. You could not hear what he was talking about because Obama's dick was in his mouth. <laughs> and he just was just this rank leftist. And, oh, you don't understand. And, and, you know, he was a musician. And I'm like, dude, do I get any credit for studying and researching economics at all? Is that it? So he ended up becoming a mortgage broker right at the buildup to the to the bubble of the housing crisis. Whoops. And he he made he he killed it one year. But guess what he didn't do each and every of the four quarters that year? You know what's crazy is that this was going to be one of my rants, but I'll talk about <laughs> it later. Uh, he did not, not only did he not save for paying quarterly taxes, I'm guessing he didn't even make the payments for the quarterly taxes. He didn't make the payments for the quarterly taxes, but he sure the hell finished the hell out of his house with a nice fireplace and some really nice things. And then sure as shit, once tax season came in, he went to whatever H&R Block or the Turbo Taxi comes running, yep. coming, coming running to me in the GF because she's an accountant. Oh, my 
my God. Da, 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 da. And I said, fuck you. You voted this shit in. That's how taxes work. How dumb fucking it. No. And he was literally appalled. Like, hey, you got to do something. You gotta, no, 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 no. You vote that in. You don't realize that that's what you're paying normally in your taxes because you're on this pay-as-you-go system. You just have it direct deposited. You never look at the details. You just, oh, we just need more money for the children. Oh, we got And it's like, well, these things have costs. And that's what's great about being a 1099er is you cut a check every quarter to figure out what those costs are for the roads, for defense, for the single children, mother, wubby, dubby, dubbies, and the free this and the free that and the, and the wick and the slick and the bick and the mick and the, uh, uh, is wick the, yeah, wick and tamp and bamf and slamf, all this crap. You leftists want to pay. For, I love it when leftists actually make money as an independent contractor because that then there's like this, they can't avoid it. They can't lie to themselves anymore. Oh, and by the way, the IRS don't give no flying fuck if you're a leftist or not. They want their fucking money and they want it fucking now. Is this somebody I I know or somebody you've talked about? No, with me? no. Once okay. once he did the whole Obama thing, we, we cut him off because I actually do believe in cutting off people if they're leftists. Um, I just do not have time for people to... Stab me in my back, betray me, vote away my freedom, and let alone be so ignorant. I really don't have uh, the time for that. So since then, his he got a girl pregnant out of wedlock. She left him for a Latin dancer, <laughs> and he hmm. not he he was a Latin dancer. He danced Latin dances. He also happened to be Latino, no. uh, so he was Latin double in that way. Then he surprise, surprise left her, and then she kind of went back. But now he has sole possession of the kid, and it's just a wonderfully beautiful life to see a leftist room believe in that poppycock and bullshit. Uh, so yeah, his his life is very difficult and painful now. Well, uh, yeah, I won't jump into it, but I I have a lot to say about ten ninety nines and what happened this year and quarterlies. You know, well, let, yada, let's yada, get yada. to that for less than three or four. So let's let's keep going through the super chat so we don't lose too much. Uh, Okay. Yeah, we only have one more, and it's from cool. Nick Schulander. Uh 1099s for the win. What's up, guys, for $1.99? Well, what's up, Nick? It's good to see you. And I would also recommend that if you're looking for digital marketing, uh, you go look up uh, Nick Schulander. Uh, he's helped me out with uh, some digital marketing. He was a student of Seth Himes over at InDemandCareers.com. And uh, if you are, and I am plugging them because I believe in it. Uh, if you don't want to go to college, you just want to make money, uh, look into digital marketing, look up Seth Himes. And Nick will testify to it because uh, he's doing that. And uh, right now we're dealing with Amazon being extra special quantahahahi as they keep changing their username, passwords, logins, and all that. And um, I, I just that's a that's a rant for another time. But yeah, check him out. Did he have a question, or was he just saying? No, hi? no, he was just saying hi. So cool. Hello, yeah. Nick. So all right, that's the last super chat so far, right? Oh uh, yeah, we're caught up. Cool. Lesson two. Of the okay. 2018 tax season, lessons learned from Chad Hawkins. So lesson two will lead to lesson three, but let me just start with lesson two. Okay. Just because I file an extension for you to file your tax returns. Now, do you think that gives you an extra six months to actually pay what you owe? Or is it just, you know, you file and have to submit some sort of payment? Now, what do you know? No, it does not defer your payment. You still owe the IRS taxes uh, on the 15th. Uh, so you have to save up the money uh, and pay. 
And then the extension is for you filing a tax return, not a payment. Correct. Now, I consider myself pretty good at communicating and being thorough in terms of explaining things to my clients. So do you think I made that abundantly clear, you know, between the last year I did taxes, these new businesses? Do you think I missed that one? But you've told this every year. I mean, this is a this is a perennial complaint you have where you say, I told them, I sat them down. What you need to do is is like film you having the conversation with this person and you save the MP4 in their file so that when when they come and complain, you play it and you can say, Do you understand? Oh, and they dude. say yes. A lot of this is over email. So when people gave me shit, I just forwarded an email from, you know, April 14th, 2018. Right. Me right. Spelling it out. And I say, did you not read this? And boy, that shuts them the hell up like, really <laughs> fast because they do try to blame it on me. But I, I get a kick out of how you're the punching bag. I need to delve a little bit more into this. Yeah, because everybody, if you tell some of these snowflakes something they don't want to hear, you know, you say, hey, it's your fault. You can't imagine the cognitive dissonance or whatever it's called that just blows them up. Like, it can't be my fault. Like, what? Well, <laughs> are you still serving, uh, <clears throat> how shall we say, the uh, some people in the um, digital entertainment industry? Uh, yeah. Certain sexual persuasion yeah. and they yeah. may not be the best at saving money. You know what, though? I, they do what I say. They never give me any trouble. They say, well, you're really? the guy who, yeah, I have to say, I don't have it. Now they don't save all the time, but if they don't, they acknowledge that it was their fault. You know, they're like, I'll try to do better next time. And, and a couple of them did do better this time. Oh. I got no complaint with those gals. None. Cool. What, yeah. um, what would it help? I mean, not to tell you how to run your business, but since they're listening, would it be best for, for those that are going to listen, for those that are actually going to take action, which would be probably a very short list, but right. God bless them if they are. Could you come up with that list and you call them, say, like June 30th, say, hey, uh, uh, Mitzi, uh, hey, uh, Bambi, uh, hey, uh, Kendra, uh, did you make your quarterly estimated tax payments? I mean, that did you save the money because this is the IRS? I mean, would that help? So I have two thoughts with that, and I have thought about it. I've thought of sending out a quarterly email, you know, to perpetual offenders of this. And I know mm -hmm. who they are. I'll make a list. I've thought of doing that to remind them. But I'm also envisioning myself enjoying mid-June, you know, just having a good time relaxing, maybe traveling or whatever. And then having like a zillion follow-up questions to this for people who expect me to handhold them through the process. I don't want that and I don't need that. I do enough handholding when I prepare their returns and create the quarterly. So I, I, if you don't mind me using you as an example, can Please I? Please do. I'm you only your second best client, apparently. I'm only the top 2%, not the top one. No, you're in the top one. I mean, so you, can't, you can't beat the strippers, but you know, you're- you know, How yeah. can I? Dude, don't tell me my finances weren't more put together than the strippers. I thought the only people that beat me out were actual professional Oh yeah, from a, finance, from a financial yeah. standpoint, you were yeah. way more put together. But if I drop the finance part and look at the whole package, you know, anyway, I, I digress. Um, so, but you remember how- and I told you, I print, did I supply you with quarterly vouchers for federal and state? And I said, this is what I think you should pay. But, you know, you be the good judge on whether you think your income will go up or go down. Like right. you, I fully explained that to you and you understand what I was doing, right? Right. Because I am an honors graduate, not magna cum laude, <laughs> summa cum laude from the, not a, not some, the 
Carlson School of Management. But um, see, let's say you weren't, and I know it's hard to really relate to this. You're just an average Joe. This is such a freaking easy concept to understand. Here are the dates. Make these, you know, write a check for this amount. Mail it to this address, which is in the voucher. I give them the exact day they need to do this. Spelled and voila. out. It's spelled out. So that is why I know you might disagree with this. I am not going to be sending quarterly emails like that because I do enough work trying to get them to understand this every time I prepare their taxes. And, you know, they have to sink and swim at their own level at this point. It, it also where you say that you'd have to then explain it to them. I, I, I was operating from the erroneous premise that they understood and near, merely needed a reminder. You're saying they don't even understand. Well, and so this is just going to result in more work and exp explanation and ruining your summer. Yes. And frankly, okay. I can't really ever tell the difference between somebody who understands and who needs a reminder. I just know who does it and who doesn't do it. And like I said, I envision myself doing these quarterly reminders and I'll get all sorts of responses that I can't even really bill for because it's hard to do that when you're just answering a question. Right. Basically, people will just make my life a pain in the ass. And so I'm, I'm, I know this doesn't sound great in terms of customer service, but I'm not going to open that Pandora's box. I explain it well enough when I file your return. Who, uh, which client of yours contacted you and asked you about depreciation recapture? Uh, so it was that ahead of the game. What, who is who is that great, awesome client you had? That uh, some you? some guy who has you know a place to live in a in a warm and nice state, but chooses to go back to a shitty state to to hang out while it's still cold. I won't. You've say seen who it the, is. you've seen the length of the GF's legs, have you not? Uh, yeah, among when other things. When you hug her because you're so short, she's so tall. Uh, what are you smushed into when you hug her? I was just about to say, there's, there, you, it's okay to be too short in certain instances, you know. There's no one. No, I, I remember when we when we met you down in Chicago. We came to Chicago that one time, and the GF had really tall heels on, and she gives you a hug, and your face goes right into. Yeah, her I was I was wearing. I had like sandals on, so I had no. My shoes were like that thick. I had no elevation. I have the just picture. engulfed in this six foot blonde. I know what's funny is I still have the picture. It's actually on Facebook from like a few years back. It can, I, you know how Facebook sometimes do the, does this on this day, you know, several sure, years ago, sure, that right, one, that right. one popped up. It was that funny. One popped up. That's <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, um, I have a little bit more to rant about what we're talking about. Uh, there's just but that, one that resolves, that resolves the, just because you filed an extension doesn't mean you don't owe money now issue. Correct. Correct. And then we sort of, we're getting into quarterly taxes and, um, Let's I, go back to the super chat so we stay on that because I, I feel horrible. It's happened several times in the past where people have made super chats. It gets too far up the scroll and I can't recover it. And no, we're, like, we're oh, doing shit. a good job with it this, okay. this time. So Nick Shulaner for $1.99 says Amazon is the bipolar tween of the DM world right now. Direct marketing, I think. Um, uh, I'm trying to cheese. Okay, now I got to think that one through. Amazon. You can, uh, you can elaborate tween. in the chat, Nick, if you want, because I'm not. Bipolar tween. Yeah. Direct marketing? I, I oh, think... he's explaining. Oh, I see, because he's, he's doing the digital marketing thing. Yeah. Basically, what it is, is I got to grant him access because <clears throat> we're going to experiment. I'm going to take one of my weaker selling books, and um, I'm going to give it to him because he specializes in SEO optimization, blah, blah, blah. But you can't just like, hey, here's my username and password. So Amazon in theory, 
allows you to grant somebody like editor or marketing access to the vital bits of information. Like, okay, here's the hyperlink. Here's some things and stuff. Uh, so you can tailor it and tweak it and make an advertising campaign. And Amazon, along with Google, along with all these major platforms, although I'll, I'll admit Twitter and Facebook have not effed with the system, but by God, Google and Amazon, they they will not stick with anything for more than three months without fucking tinkering with it or messing with it. Like, I'm surprised Super Chats have lasted as long as they have. It's been up for like six months, maybe a year with, with Google. They should have like messed it up somehow or complicated it. Amazon is, <clears throat> you had to set up an Amazon seller account. And um, I'm not kidding. Uh, applying for the police took less private information. Amazon wants a copy of your driver's license. They want um, social security. They want your EIN number for the company you're running it under. They want all this stuff because I guess in the past they've had people uh, set up fake profiles, sell stuff to other people, and then never deliver it. They just stole it. So now this is way over complicated to get a seller's account. And then Nick's like, oh, well, we can do it this way. And he even sent me tutorials and videos on like how to set up an editor account under your publishing account. And it turns out that is obsolete because it's a year ago and Amazon messed with its its layout and its system. Oh, here's one that's six months ago. Oh no, that's obsolete because Amazon, once again, fucked with its system. So there's no stability or consistency. And so that's why it's bipolar. That's why Nick was saying it's the bipolar of the digital marketing world because it, you can literally wait a month and things have changed and it's not the same anymore. Okay, cool. I, I didn't know any of that. It's... It's painful. It's just, that's why I don't do a lot of marketing. That's why I just like, I looked at it a couple of times. Like you ever do Facebook ads or try and run Google word ads? I actually, I did a couple of Facebook ads a few years ago. Well, two years ago and I don't really need to anymore. So I don't, I don't. Yeah. I, I figured out how to run them. Uh, and even though I am a, a, an honors graduate, summa cum laude, not magna cum laude, summa cum laude from the Carlson School of Management. I had no fucking clue what was going on. No idea. They did not make it easy to understand at all. Uh, and I did not see a boost in in sales at all when I did Google or Facebook ads. So I just, uh, we'll see what Nick can do because he's obviously the expert in it. But I don't feel too bad because he's like, fuck this. I don't know. I'm like, okay, good. If if he's confused and I'm confused too, then I don't feel too bad. Well, keep me in the loop on that. If you guys discover anything, I'd, I'd be interested in hearing it. I still think the best marketing strategy for you would be to put a, a picture of a lingerie or bikini clad Mary Jo Rodriguez up <laughs> on your accounting book, and that would make it the best selling accounting book ever. But your old man is a fuddy duddy. No, it's hey. not him. The other thing <laughs> I. You? Well, one thing I definitely want to do out of curiosity is you remember how Mary Jo did that uh, guest video one time, and let's just say she was dressed rather. I don't Zoomy. want to say. Yeah, very, uh, yeah. And uh, I want to see the views that one got compared to like some of your other videos. Oh, twice. It, it got twice the twice. views. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But I would like to employ her more. Now, Now, God bless her. Um, she is a real woman. She actually works a real job. And so, you know, she's got her own real thing. I mean, uh, she could probably make a lot more money on the internet. And, and it's very kind of her to answer some questions. I'd like, I should probably employ her a little bit more. But just just to show you the lack of business acumen pretty girls have like it is a handicap when you're a pretty girl i'm like hey how about you come on the show um all you really need is a webcam 
and a microphone and, and you're pretty much set to go. And she's, well, what would I plug it into? I mean, what do you mean? What would you plug it into? You plug it into your computer. She's like, well, I don't have a computer. I'm like, well, how in God's name are you doing the video? She's like, oh, it's my phone. I'm like, you don't have a computer? Like, <laughs> you don't have a computer. How are you going to render videos? How are you going to do? There's so much other stuff you could do if you drop $100 on an old used desktop, put in some basic software. And, and after a while, I can see where it gets to your point. Do I want to send out this email that's just going to result in me doing more handholding? And so there's, there's this capacity, there's this potential, but it's kind of this false potential because now I got to instruct somebody on this basic computer 101 shit where, you know, okay, you plug in a webcam, this is the type of file, this is the software you use, and this is not Bacon Maldito who's going to go and learn and do self-tutorial and all that other stuff. This is a pretty girl, God bless her, works hard, but she, I, 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 and then you look at it like, oh yeah. This is, this is why there's only one Captain's Quarterly, because we just can't get pretty girls to get on board with shit and teach themselves things. And, and yeah, the other thing is that I've been explaining, a lot of these people, I've been explaining this for a few years now. And at some point, I have to let people sink and swim at their own level, right? Like, they mm -hmm. got to learn to do this. I can't mm -hmm. just handhold them all the time. No, no. I could, if there's any good looking girls out there who have their shit together, and there's one, God bless her, there's one. Um, and she might actually do a second captain's quarterly, but you know, that, that takes effort and work on my part too. But if there's any good looking chicks out there that can get back to me on fucking time. There's one gal. I still had $30 out to her. She's like, okay, I'll send you some pics. I'm like, okay, here's 30 bucks. Let's see what you do. Haven't heard from her in three months. It's just, and this is the standard, but if there's a pretty girl out there and you have your head out of your ass, you can not just my site, but you can make a shit ton of money simply not being pretty imposing that's the commodity it's showing the fuck up on time and getting back to fucking people on time and doing what you said you're going to do that reliability i got a a buddy of mine uh down in balboa island uh, in the los angeles area south of los angeles and he's a photographer and he's like the girls who make the most money are not the prettiest they're the ones who show the fuck up on time and do what they say they're going to fucking do. And it's less than 5% of the goddamn models. I just, you know, ladies, there's millions to be made. You know, I'd hear maybe a couple hundred for maybe a, a couple hours work. But if that's not interesting to you, I, I don't know what we can do. But no, it's, it's just sad. But I still think we could have swung a picture of Mary Jo uh, in a French maid outfit or something on that accounting book. And that would have really put that, that book to the, to the top of the sales list. Yeah, well, maybe we'll try it sometime. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> um, we have another super chat from Bacon Maldito, another one for $5.78. And uh, this is on the Facebook topic. He says, Facebook is the worst of them all. They want copies of your driver's license and social security number. Hard left turn. Did you get the USCCA gun insurance ad? Might be worth it. I'm, I'm not sure what he's talking about. USC, uh, <clears throat> I think he sent it to me. There's a... Uh... If you're carry conceal, and thus there's the increased chance you're going to shoot somebody and kill them in self-defense, you're still going to be dragged in front of a court no matter what. And so there is uh, an insurance out there, which he referred to, uh, that you pay into this insurance, and then the, the nanosecond you are held or you shoot somebody, they will send a lawyer out who specializes in um, – gun use and defense and, and, and uh, self-defense with a gun. 
Um, so I did get it. Uh, I, I haven't really looked at it. I got a, a lawyer on speed dial in case that happens to me. Um, but it might be something worth, worth selling. I gotta, I gotta ask a couple other buddies of mine. It's truthfully, it's on the last of the to-do list. There's so much other shit I got to do right now uh, with moving and everything that that's the last thing on my to-do list. So, Okay. Well, hi, Alpha for $2 asked, did taxes go up for people with 850K income? That's It's impossible to say yes or no because it depends on what they're doing to get that income. But generally, that bracket actually went down a bit you know, across the board. So the answer is no in a technical sense, but there's there's just too much variability depending on what type of income it is. Right. So, yeah. Well, the, all, all, all rates went down, right? They all went down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. The tax, the rates changed, like the brackets changed, but, you know, everybody's uh, situation is really more complex than just looking at rates. So, right. Did they, you know. did they consolidate the rates into like three brackets or are we still at five or whatever? Well, we're it, it still at five, but it's a little more like, the top down, there's not so much, uh, is it variability or disparity between the top down, I guess. So, but there were a lot of things that changed that still, that hurt people that this change in brackets were supposed to make up for. I could rant about that a little bit more too, but it's no, a little I, Well, it's um, what, your Schedule A items, your itemized deductions, yeah, a lot of exactly. those were taken away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was not. something very specific that just screwed, screwed a ton of my clients that was part of tax reform. So uh, it, their rates weren't really that affected because while they got improvements in their actual tax rate, they got screwed on that other deduction. So it's that, Dude, you, you guys want to vote this shit in? It's got to be paid for somehow. I mean, you can you can you could tweak the formula and uh, a little bit ward of newt, a little bit a little bit less spider legs. You all gotta pay. You all gotta pay. <clears throat> and if you think income taxes are one thing, think of all the sales taxes, property taxes, gas taxes, all this other shit. You have to pay. There's no squirming around it. You will pay. And pay I, I I have something I want to add to what I said about filing an extension and you know needing to pay by April fifteenth. So. This is another common mistake. And yes, I've explained it to so many people and so many people just completely disregarded what I was trying to explain to them. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to use you again as an example. I'm a pretty um, good example. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's say that you said, ha ha, fuck you, Chad. I'm not going to pay quarterlies. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, so, yeah, and I, people do that to me, although they do it with a smile and they're like, I don't know, man. I just, I didn't want to do them this year. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> were they were they wearing mullets by chance? Were they from Wisconsin or what? Uh, they're not. No, it's mostly locals here. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't know that they were they lacked financial sophistication like this. But some people are just like, well, gosh darn it, I, I didn't want to do quarterly taxes. So let, let's start there. Okay. So let's say you did that. Okay. Let's say despite all my warnings, you just were like, no, I'll just pay in one big lump sum by April fifteenth. Okay. Why why do you think that's bad? Do you have well, any because idea? Because the IRS will penalize you and you got to pay yes. interest. You have to make them time you you write down the date you pay. You'll be very proud of me. Guess what I put in the mail last night? I I think you probably paid your first quarterly estimate. No, no. I already did that. It's the it's the 16th, Chad. What quarter are we in now? Man, you did it that far in advance. I did the second quarter because it is second quarter. The first day of second quarter, I plopped that sucker down. 
because I had that huge payment I had to make for recapture. It's an estimated on the recapture. Well, I'm happy to hear that because I, you said yesterday I would have been like, uh, well, you missed the actual day. You're supposed to, to remit those by one day. So that makes me happy. No, I made I made first quarter like in January. I hate, I, I hate thinking about it, man. Like yeah. I'm Johnny on the spot paying those taxes because if there's one thing I don't want to have out there, out of everything, I don't want the IRS pissed off. Like, here's your money. Okay, the biggest mafia muscle don is taken care of now i can go to worry about internet bills and and uh, state taxes and all that other stuff but yeah i i want the tax man off my ass that's the first mafioso in, uh, uh, protection money you pay then you worry about the rest but yeah i i get that done and usually it's because it's also the biggest bill too like yeah. that, once i pay that off then it's like okay now i i see what my real budget is what i have left over after paying uncle trump uh, his goddamn 40 percent share so, so, okay. So you're with me so far. These guys are am, like, yes. you know, I'm not going to do it, man. Or I, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do it. So a certain subset of them would say, what? I didn't know I was supposed to do that. I, I had no idea. So what do you think? And then they get mad at me. So then I send them very carefully. I either send them an email where I told them to do this. Like I said, a year or even less than a year. I like, you see that right there? Or I show them notes, you know, old school. I say, you see this conversation we had on uh, whatever, you know, June something. Mm-hmm. You see where I told you to pay quarterlies? The only person you can get mad at is yourself. And then they got no retort. They're just like, oh, okay. And they can't shoot the messenger anymore on that. But that was a real problem this year. You know, people, they did understand they were supposed to do it. They just decided not to. That was a problem. And um, it led to some very uncomfortable conversations. I'll say that. I, I can't help it if they're that stupid. I, I don't care if they're professionals or not. That's just, that's dumb. That's just dumb 100% on their part. You'd have the right to go full-born asshole on them. Uh, where, where like, you dumb motherfucker. I told you to do, because at that point, I'd be kicking people out. I'm like, you're too stupid for me to be, for you to be my client. You're just too stupid. Well, I just to expand on this a little bit, hmm. what, so if you... This is what you were really good at. I'm not trying to give you a big head. If you, if there is a possibility that you're going to owe taxes, you know, you're 1099 or you're just a W-2 who's always owed taxes. If this is a possibility, do you get your taxes done early or do you get them done, you know, April 14th? But what is the, what's the better move there? Who, let me ask, did anyone get their tax returns in earlier than I did this year? Uh, there were some people that did, but that's only because they have very, very easy returns. W tour. Were there yeah, any companies that got their taxes in before me? The, maybe one or two, but Damn. you were no. I that's fine. So. You were right. You were right there, though. Like you're basically where I I need you to be. Right. Okay, because remember, sir, the way you're structured, which I won't say what it is unless you want me to. No, no, no. I I have an earlier yeah. filing date. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you have an earlier filing date, and so right. do many of my other business clients. Mm-hmm. So, and that's fine. I'd say the vast majority of them are good. My business clients are good. So a lot of what I'm complaining about are your your regular Tom, Dick, and Harry or Harriet, you know? No, I, I would be filing earlier, uh, but that's just yes. me. And that's why I'm a superior person because I get that shit done. But I, I mean, this gets back into the, do you want to sell to the sheep or do you want to sell to the superiors? And there's a lot more sheep to sell to than superiors. So I, I, I imagine most people are going to come in on the 14th. This is what a lot of people did. But my point was, if you know that you're probably going to owe, isn't it better to have that knowledge, you know, much earlier in the season? Because just because I file for you on February 7th, 
you have until April 15th to make that payment. This is assuming you weren't supposed to do quarterlies if you just right. you know had some money to owe. You, you have two months now to save, to figure it out, to just do what you need to do, borrow it, whatever, to pay the IRS. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's April 17th today. You would not, you would be amazed at how many people came to me in the last 10 days uh, uh, with this. And then they were freaked out. They're like, what am I gonna do? I gotta do a payment plan. You think a payment plan is free? Oh no, they charge fees and interest on that too. Exactly, yeah. but they, they just, and you can only do it once every five years. So that's the like crutch that some of my, some people have, and it's not just my clients, some of my friends who I don't do their taxes were complaining about this too. Like they were like, oh, I had no idea. You know, Chad, what do I do? Even though you're, you're not my accountant, I need free advice. <laughs> you know, that, that happened a few times. I, I always I, say when someone asks me for free advice, I say www.soulconsulting.com. We're on minute 79. I have to I'm, I need to remember that because I'm going to send them this link and say, go to uh, the 79th minute of this. So, um, yeah. Well, speaking anyway. of minutes, I know I know you got to get out of here relatively soon. Oh, what, I'm, uh, I'm let's fine. go quickly. Let's quickly go to the super chats. Okay. <clears throat> see if there's I, anything left there. All right. I'm good for a while, but yeah, we'll do the super chats. Okay. Um, Bacon again sends two dollars. God, it's only going to be Bacon and Nick. Where's everybody else? They, see if Bacon and Nick keep contributing, no one else is going to contribute. Well, Just going to these two guys pulling. What off. do you see? What Mister Big Spend and Atham did, but you know, we'll, we'll get to this first. Um, Bacon says Mary Jo might get more blood shekels than DT. I, I would have to agree, depending on what you know she's wearing. If she had wearing. a computer and a webcam, yeah, we could probably do that. Um, she could probably shake her bazooms and she probably would. There's, there's, I hired her for a reason. It's just getting her. <clears throat> I can have her do shitty granular video from her phone. That's about it to do some asshole consulting. And, and I know she had the nice bazooms and that was, and, but we could, we could really, it would be a lot easier. Cause here's the other thing. I personally like her. Um, she's, she's very intelligent. She spars with me. She doesn't take my shit. I, I think she's a just a wonderfully charming person, would be good entertainment on top of the bazooms. Uh, but this would require uh, the, the female brain. Oh, yeah, maybe I should get a computer and plug some things in. And here we go. So, But that's maybe I'll call her up. But I've there's all this other shit to do. I really just I need that's what we need. We need a hot, good looking chick with big boobs and a brain. That's all we need, Chad. That's all we need. Don't you live with one? She actually has a real career, and uh, she wants to remain private. So. I understand. I was I, just I, trying, I respect trying, her privacy. Trying to give a compliment. That was yes. all. Um, so, hi, Alpha, for $2, says W2815K, state tax of 4.25%, RA tax of 6500 I, I don't know what else to say about this, except if his state tax is 4.25%, I know he doesn't live in Illinois or California or New York. Sounds He's like Denver, four-ish four percent. That's a, well, that's kind of, you know, I mean, that could be any state. Yeah, that's a little, that's more average. Like most states are kind of three to four percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I would move. I don't know. Hey, look, if only there was a book that could tell me where to move to and where it'd be really awesome to live. I don't know. I don't know either. I, you uh, know what? This costs a hell of a lot less than your state tax bill. I'll tell you that. Eight fifteen, not four percent. And I do have a couple of those that you generously sent me in my office, along with the other one you made. Um, so it's there. If people want to read them while I do taxes for them in the office, they're welcome to read it. Cool. 
Any um, other super chats? Yeah, we have uh, <laughs> Atham who gave us two $1 super chats. And I think if you donate less than $2 or a certain amount, you're not actually allowed to put a message in there. So he has no message. Really? He just says he got two free one US dollar super chats per month. So here we go. So well, it's like, was... I bet you he thinks we're like strippers. He's tucking it into our thong. That's what he's probably thinking. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give him one dollar. That's that's what he would do because he's a dirty old man. I appreciate that. You know, we'll take that. Claire and I will take Claire. will take one dollar. I'll take the other dollar. Well, actually, you and I will take 67 cents each. And then Google oh, yeah. will take its 30 percent cut. I keep because. forgetting about that. Um <laughs> And then for now, the last one for now that I can see is uh, Kenneth Johnson for $2 says, big issue. There's no politicians for 10% tax rate. He's probably talking about a flat tax. Um, yeah. And I don't think I've seen many that, that are for that either. The, the problem with explaining a 10% tax is, all right, look, look at the four-year-old level of explanation and handholding you have to go through with your professional clients, Okay. I mean, they just don't understand how taxes work, period. Right. They're also too immature that they're going to shoot the messenger and take it out on you. Now, the 10% tax, what we really got to do is we got to say, okay, <clears throat> that's nationwide, statewide. That includes state, federal, and local, 10% total. All government entities take only one out of every $10 out of the private sector, and 90% of the money remains in the private sector. So you would have to get rid of all the fees, sales tax, income tax, gas tax, whatever. Any, any, any money that transfers from private hands to the public hands is a tax. So I don't call it, care if they call it a fee or a registration or whatever. Property taxes, sales taxes, your fishing license, those are all taxes. And what you'd have to do is you'd have to get rid of all the hundreds of different taxes and consolidate it into one. I would argue a sales tax because then you don't have to pay it in. You don't have to fill out a tax return. We already have sales taxes. Walmart collects it for you right up front there. The revenue is constantly coming in. Governments can assess how much money is coming in. Do we need to increase the rate, lower the rate? That would be the simplest, easiest way to tax. And the added benefit is you know exactly what the cost of government is. Right now, you dipshits don't know what the fuck the cost of government is because you haven't taken the time to add up all your different tax rates and the sales tax and what did you pay for tax on that Milky Way bar you bought. None of you have added that up. And people are way too damn stupid to go look, what is GDP? What is total government receipts? And then divide the two and say, oh, this is what our total tax rate is. No, one, no one's that smart. Uh, unlike me, because I am an honors graduate, summa, not magna, cum laude, from the Carlson School of Management. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, we could set a 10% sales tax. It would be wonderful. It would be great. Um, but that's not going to happen. There's there's too many parasites now. About half the population collects some form of a government check. It's just not going to happen. Uh, another $2 from High Alpha. I, I'm not really sure this can be answered because we're not supposed to do this. He says VTWAX 50%, VTSAX 30%, and VSIAX 20% for investment. We're not supposed to tell people how to invest. No, we don't, we, we don't give investment advice. What are those, like mutual funds? I, I guess they're, yeah. Real estate um, invest. I don't know what the ticker, they're ticker symbols of some kind. I'm like, okay, good. They went up. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I'm that. certainly not like, people do come into my office and ask things like this. And I just say, I'm not licensed to tell you what to do that. Yeah, I can only no, do I taxes. So, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you the honest truth. What I do, because, you know, I paid off my debts. This, I, I'll give you one, the one bit of advice, financial advice I'll give anyone, pay off your debts. Because there's no way you can sue me 
What did he tell me to do? He told me to pay off my debts. Well, then he's not the cause of your bankruptcy or your financial problems. That's the one thing I can tell people to do is pay off your debts. That's it. But otherwise, me personally, you know what I invest in, Chad? Now, this is uh, not an endorsement. This is just me telling you what I invest in. And I'm a financial genius from the Carlson School of Management. Uh, well, my knee-jerk reaction was precious metals. No. I mean, no? I got that. Yeah. I, I, but I've got all that other stuff settled now. But in terms of like uh, uh, liquid financial securities, you know, stuff traded on the markets, you know what I invest in? Uh, do tell. The S&P 500 index fund. Oh, right. Because, I mean, if you stick with that over time, you, you know, some years you'll go up or down if you don't, but usually you're down. And then the S&P, you'll just have steady climbs. That's what no, I've heard. It, okay. All investments go up and down. All of right. them. And including the S&P. The reason I go with the index is because over history, the index has beaten, last I checked, 86% of the actively managed finance professionals. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Was that <laughs> right. the, the linear, whatever you call it, is better using the- It's, it's overall long-term growth has been better. That doesn't mean it will hold. I could lose all my money in the S&P 500 index fund that I've invested in. But you know what? Life is too damn short to be dicking. The amount of time I pissed away- Pouring over financial statements, trying to find a good company and all this other shit. You know what? It's bullshit. Life is too short to be looking at financial statements, trying to figure out what a good stock is. It's like, here's my money. See you. Bye. Oh, shit. It went down. Well, good thing I got a diversified portfolio. You know, good thing I have no debt. That's it, that's the only and my my about. philosophy was, that, you know, most people who do, do this for a living because I have some day traders and such as clients like. They don't do as well, and there's no way I'm going to outperform some Wall Street dude who spends a hundred thousand hours on this. And um, yeah, I, I'll just stick to what you said. S you can you can beat you can beat nine out of ten of those Wall Street professionals by investing in the index. <laughs> that's that's what's so funny about finance and Wall Street. All these dude bros is they think, oh, I, I, I run a hedge fund. I, I, I like yeah, index fund beats your asses eighty six percent of the time. Shut the fuck up with your worthless degree degree and get your asses back to like Lehman Brothers or Solomon Smith Barney, whoever the fuck is bankrupt now. All right, just get your fucking asses out here. Plus, most they're, of them have some form of insider trading knowledge, which I know is illegal. But illegal, you know, there's, yeah. There's no way I'm gonna out you know do no. them when it comes to to that stuff. Okay, any other super chats? Oh, uh, we, we're caught up, I believe. Cool. Lesson three of the 2019 tax season of Elkins CPA. All right. Now, this might be repetitive because I've probably ranted on this before. But when you come into my office, busy season is just that. It's very busy. So do you think a lot of these people have, you know, nice uh, put together financial statements or do they come in not having done any work in terms of figuring out their income and expenses? What do you think the ratio to my clients that have businesses do Oh, I'm going to say 19 out of 20, 95% of them come in and plop down some receipts that expect you to be their staff accountant for them. It's not quite that bad because I have some business clients that really know how to do this. Like some of them have professional bookkeepers, but I'd say a good, a good uh, 40%, which is still a hell of a lot, 40% come in my office. And we have to spend so much time just getting their damn expenses calculated. Are, are we talking business clients? Are we Well, businesses, not so much. So the structure, I don't want to say what it is, but the structure that you're in, most of them have their act together, but I'm talking about those who just their, their taxes go straight to their return. You know, it's on a DBA. schedule. C. Yeah. Or, you know, pass through disregarded entity LLC. You start a business and it just goes on your regular return. 
a lot of them, a lot of them are artists. A lot of them are people that I've tried like hell to get, you know, get them to organize it over a year. Swear to God, man, they come in every year, usually late in the season, and we have to spend time adding their stuff up. And that is just terrible. And you're billing out at Awful. your regular hour, uh, regular rate, right? Well, I, yeah. So what do you think happens when I bill them higher because of this? What do you think happens, Claire? Do you think hey they're man, happy about that? I'm just that? an artist trying to get by. And, and we got to shoot the messenger. And some of them, like I said, this is why I put stuff in emails. Some of them even say, well, you didn't tell me I was supposed to do that. And I go, well, according to this email that I sent you on April 13th, 2017, I did tell you to do that. And I told you to do it again last year when you pulled the same move. Oh, I'm just so busy. Like, I remember in banking, that was that was the number one thing that was missing. And I don't know how the bankers before me financed these fucking loans. But these people are, I mean, literally had somebody say, well, I don't do that accounting stuff. I'm like, well, then I guess you don't get your fucking loan then, do you? You know, like you don't do the accounting stuff. That's for your account. Like you have to save receipts. You have to have some kind of method of tracking or at least organizing your receipts. I have tried like hell to get people to do. I, I have a spreadsheet I set up for them. It's on Excel. They literally just have to fill in the stuff line by sure. line, and it populates the information I need. And that's even still too much work. But no, no, no. People. You know why it is? I, I tell me because I've just because my because you said it right there. A lot of these are artists. Why are they artists? Well, I just real quick. It's not even them. It's not just them. But okay. they're a large portion of them. They just can't be bothered, or they're too okay. scared or lazy let, to do it. Let me give some tough love to a, a, someone who I view as a younger brother, and I do cherish, darling. Why is Chad uh, not Chad? Why is Chris Beckloff still fat? Uh, I, I don't know. Like I've I've never actually met him. Okay, well he's overweight. He, he's okay. Nice. So is he why lazy? Is lazy. Okay. lazy. I, I didn't say that, Chris. I was just curious. No, uh, but it's true. Chad's lazy. Most people are lazy. I'm not lazy. Just, well, no, no, no. But there's an element of I if I prefer to chill out and relax. Now, there's some well, that want to work out. Yeah, ev yeah, everybody would prefer that. And who wants to do taxes? But it's stuff that's got to get done. And when you when you say artists, I Im immediately right off the bat, the reason they're artists is because they're late. Have you ever seen their work? Is it any good work or is it just shit work? Well, uh, I've seen some that have done some decent work. But you know what it is, Claire? You know what a lot of it is? Human procrastination? Well, no, I'm, I won't even say that. This is to the artist specifically. And I may need you to take this off at some point, but I don't care. Um, wow. you, you can leave it on. Fuck it. They are trying so hard to make it as an actor or an actress <laughs> or a musician. And you know what, dude? It ain't happening, but they just won't give up the dream. And even I'm like, maybe you should consider getting, you know, a different type of job that will actually earn you steady income. And they just yeah. keep holding on because you know what, dude? You've said this a zillion times. Are jobs, are real jobs fun? Are they? No, all jobs of suck. not. All so jobs these guys suck. don't want to do that. And you know what the, the pushback I get from this is? Well, it's hard work to be to to be an actor and all this, to be a musician. And on some level, I'm sure it is, but they just refuse to do anything else, even when it's not happening for them. Speaking of our <clears throat> no good, dirty Mexican friend Atham, uh, his dad huh. said something very wise, and Atham told it to me, and I've I've because he's a lazy people work twice as hard. And it's that is absolutely true. true. Yeah. Absolutely, those those actors or aspiring musicians or aspiring artists, they are. Busting their ass off for no pay, 
because they think being an actor or an actress is going to be funner and easier. And what they're doing is it's just, I'll, I'll tell you, this, I worked way harder than I should have over the course of my life majoring in finance than had I just majored in an engineering or physics or something up front that may have been harder at the moment, but it would have saved me a ton of time down the road in terms of applying for jobs, dealing with HR kawantahas, um, all, all the BS, all the BS. And uh, they don't realize that, that if they just did the, <clears throat> let me ask you this, how much time do you think I actually spend doing my taxes uh, well, compared to the other people? You mean just organizing it or what? organizing it, getting it done, getting it done early. And then now, and I'm talking a, a gross calculation of time and money and labor and calories of energy that I have to expend doing my taxes because I'm not late. Now I don't have to work extra time to pay the extra fees. I don't have to work extra to pay uh, the interest. I don't have to do a payment plan. I don't have to go talk to you multiple times. I spend less time doing my taxes than probably most of these artists and, and, and non-company people do and, and that's because, because I do it right the first time and get it fucking done on time. And you're also keeping track of this stuff, you know, on a very regular basis, whether it's weekly or monthly, you're doing it. Well, and not what, really. It all goes into a box. And then at the end, it's just like a three day process. But of you know what? Receipts. You know what, dude? At least you have a box for it. And at least mm -hmm. you're not coming into my office and dropping the box in front of me. Right. I know it takes you time to do it, to, but you just the fact that you're even keeping it together is way more than some of these other people are doing. Mm -hmm. Like they, what they want me, you know, what's, you know, what one person did, I was about to throw this person out the window. And if they see this, I don't give a shit. One person printed out all of their credit card, you know, their business credit card, which of course sure. mixed in with personal charges. Sure, on it. Right. Yeah. They yeah. printed out all the monthly statements and they print out all their, their business bank statements, which of course has all their personal stuff in it too. They plop this stuff on my desk. You know, there are some lines were highlighted, some were not. And they're like, we'll go through these, we'll add them up. And then and then we'll put that as my we'll, expenses. We well, will. I don't know. How do you think? And this since that this was the last week of tax season. This is maybe a week or so ago. I'm tired. I'm cranky. And this person has tried to do shit like this the past few years. How do you think Mr. Nice Guy here responded to that? Well, I'm hoping you grew a pair and said, no, no, you're not. No, I'm I basically I threw him out. I'm Good. like, dude, I'm filing an extension for you. I don't want to see you until this is categorized. And I resent him the spreadsheet I sent them before in order for, for him to be able to populate this stuff. Mm -hmm. And he still acted indignant about this. He's like, is, what? Is, this, is this person a college graduate? Um, I don't know, actually. Well, see, but don't tell me they don't know. They're choosing this. They're looking for an easy way out. I call them the squirmers. You know, when I get the, what's my favorite question I get at asshole consulting, which thankfully I don't get anymore because I think I've scared everybody away with it now. How do I get the girls? How what do, do I, I get the girls? And you know what they're really asking? What's an easy way that avoids the gym or labor or toil or effort or sacrifice so that I can get girls? And I said, the only way you can do that is by prostitution, which again, I am not against. I am not against. Go do. It's been part of humanity forever. But don't dare insult me and waste my time, of which I charge an egregious fee now for questions that have an obvious answer. When you're asking me, how can I avoid hard work and labor to be successful. Same thing with what's my second most hated question? What should I do for a business? Or what what does good I business I do? Yeah. What do I do for a business? Fuck you, pay me. I'm going to tell you, fuck you, I don't know. That's the part and I'll keep your goddamn money.
And that's what's happening here. <clears throat> They're hoping that somebody just charitably does work that they don't want to do. Why? Because they value their time more than you. They think they're more important than you. They think they're better than you. And just that's, the, that's why I hate these people. They're lazy. Guess what this, pardon my French, but guess what this motherfucker had the gall to say to me? <laughs> yeah, this was a week ago Wednesday. I remember it being Wednesday. I, I don't know. No, what, you're an evil guy. I don't know what. You're privileged? No, no, after, what? The, dude, this made me almost blow a gasket. Um, so after I, you know, he's all pissed that I'm not going to do it. And I send him away. I'm saying, file you an extension. I'll see you, you know, May or June at the earliest. You know what he had the gall to say? He's like, well, if you're not going through this and organizing it, what what am I paying you for? I just, <laughs> I was about ready. I know, well, and years past he has, but it's like, you know, we, we've been through this before. And he, he fucking had the gall to act like I'm supposed to be the guy who puts all this together for him. Look, just do me a favor. Let the guy suffer. Let the guy fall. In, have him go somewhere else. All right. Oh, I did. Guess Good. what his, I don't care if he sees this. Guess what his fee, I'm not going to be specific with numbers, but do you think I'm going to charge him a lot, which may get him to go away? Do you think I'm going to do that? Because I was thinking- Well, I'd charge him a lot for wasting your time. He did waste my time. Somebody else could have had slots or at a premium the last week. And he basically wasted my time and he prevented somebody else who could have used the time to come to me. Right. I- uh, well, you're, you're, are you the only child? No, you have a sister or a younger brother. Uh, No, no, I have an older, older sis. Oh, you're the younger one. Okay. Yeah. 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 See me being the older brother. I can, I, the, the, I've learned to tell people to fuck off real early, real quick. And there's still that nice younger sibling kind of aspect you got to you. And I honestly would just be, forget your Yelp reviews, forget that. Just like, fuck you, get out of here. I mean, I would be, and you're doing them a favor. Because the only the main reasons we have problems in today's society is we're too nice to tell people to fuck off and be a disciplinarian father and older brother. It's always, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not studying hard enough. You're not stupid and you don't have ADHD. You're just a lazy, no good fuck. Now go study some more. Period. End of discussion. No, you're a lazy fuck who doesn't want to do your own tax or your own accounting. I do taxes, not accounting. Get your fucking shit together. That's what has to be said. And, and you and, know what? The problem will come up every year for this guy and all the other people out there like that until they fucking get their heads out of their asses and get their shit together. And you've criticized me, rightly so, for being a little bit too accommodating and a little bit too nice. And yeah. I admit, sometimes I am. I try to be patient. You know, I don't want to be an asshole. But God, I I, I just can't do it for people like this anymore. <laughs> This was like a, you've heard me complain about how bad tax season was already this year. And then for somebody to drop, you know, this much in paper on my desk, basically just hand it to me here. Yeah, I feel like, what the fuck is this? If you want, I could play bad cop. I could be your secretary. So the smoke with a cigar pistol hanging out of the side bottle ejected. Yeah. What do you want? You want to talk to Mr. C? I bet you would. Are you a no good, lazy, liberal arts majoring fuck who has a stack of papers? He didn't organize it. Yeah, there's the exit door, you little faggot. Now get out of here. That's oh crazy. man, it's oh. So I all right. So that's I can, lesson three. I was gonna say I don't remember what number we're on, but yeah, that is a big one. Um, can we, a quick couple, very quick super chats. Can well, we let do- me let me let me summarize it for English for everybody else. There's a difference between a, a tax accountant and your staff accountant. People who do your taxes do your taxes. They're not the staff account. You are responsible for putting together an income statement, a balance sheet, and keeping some kind of organized accounting method and and organizing your receipts and your expenses and your revenues. That is your responsibility 
as the owner of a business. That is not Chad's responsibility or H&R Block's responsibility or anybody else's. That is your responsibility or you hire a staff accountant to do that. And if you don't know how to do accounting, I strongly recommend you get a tax, or I'm sorry, a staff accountant to do that. But don't you dare give someone in the middle of tax season a lump of receipts and have them do a year's worth of accounting that should have either been done by you or someone else employed by you. And let me just jump in. Like I'm not a bookkeeper, okay? But I also, I don't want people to get the wrong idea that I just take whatever people give me as gospel. I always review people's books and, you know, always check for consistencies. And if something is really standing out, you know, if like the prior year they had only $1,000 of advertising expenses, and then this year they have like 15000 I know that there's an audit risk there. Mm-hmm. So I'll press time and say, hey, I'm a little concerned about your bookkeeping. I need to know what this is. So I do look at the statements. I do a little bit of, I do review on that, mm-hmm. but it's not my job to construct it. I'm not a bookkeeper. And, right. and no matter how many times I try explaining this to some people, they just, they come I back. Guess, come they, I, I think deep down inside, they know they can probably get away with it. You are a nice guy. They look at you as a pushover. That's what, that's what really pisses me off. But, but I'm not, not anymore. When I was still Good. building this up, because you know, you want, when you when you don't have a lot of clients, you're just really happy you have some, but I'm at capacity now and I just don't have time for this shit. And I've tried correcting this really in the past couple of years. The me that would allow this was from like 2015 and 2016. And that's not happening anymore. What, what you need to do, do you know how angry and pissed off you get? You get more angry and pissed off about than I do, and it ain't your problem. Your emails. But my yeah. emails where I get a block text and the kid doesn't use any paragraphs or any organization. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Talk about <Dude>. disrespect. <laughs> It's like they don't give a shit about your time if they're doing they, something they, like no, that. No, 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 no. Because, see, you, this is why it's so funny. The, you know why I take a picture of it and send it to you when I get these block text emails? Because you like how I react. <laughs> I love getting you pissed off, man. It's like teasing a dog with a toy or something. And, and all I do is I double my fee. Because I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to get pissed off. I am going to charge for having to read through it and trying to figure out what the question is being asked and what the organization is, if any. So I, I just charge more, you know, and, and you know what? That lazy person is going to have to work twice as hard because I've, tw- I've charged them twice the price. Had, had you just organized your thoughts, paragraph, new concept, paragraph, more information, final sentence. This is my question. What should I do? You're going to get a real good price over at Asshole Consulting. I have had to forward people back their own emails and say, break this down. I'm not reading this block of text. Give me a better summary. And a lot of times they don't even write me back. So that's fine. That's good. Care. Good. Yeah. It's just like dating girls. Like, no, you're going to lose 15 pounds and, you, and they never come back. Fine. You're gone. No, you're not going to talk Marxist, leftist, feminist, political bullshit in it. They don't come. That's fine. You, Dude, number one benefit of being self-employed is you call the shots. No, kind of close. Oh, that you can uh, charge higher prices. No, you choose your clients. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah of that's course. The number one. You choose. Yeah. All right. What do we got for Super Chats? Okay, high alpha for you for two dollars asks, do you believe in small do you believe in the small cap value theory? Don't even know what it is. I'm sure yeah. I knew it one time. I don't look anything large cap, mid cap, we could time it. I don't I mean, is it what that they're higher risk and higher return? I mean, there's some 
evidence of that historically speaking, but you got to invest very widely to capture the one or two Googles or Yahoo's that's going to come out of a 1998 potpourri of a thousand different dot coms. Um, I, I don't know what it is. I would almost say you could take every investment philosophy and theory uh, in the past, I'd say 50 years and throw it in the fire bin. Uh, markets are becoming very efficient. Um, this trend analysis. I mean, I, I got a kick out of, dude, so I'm a cryptocurrency trader. I'm like making it like, yeah, how's that cryptocurrency trading going now for the past year? I mean, they don't, I, it's been going down. I have I mean, to tell you, you know, real quick, obviously I see what trades everybody makes, whether it's through a brokerage statement or self-reported cryptocurrencies or whatever. Sure. Do, do you think I see more people? These are individual stocks. You know, they're mm -hmm. trying to pick and choose. Do you think I see more capital gains in a given year? Or do, I, do you think I see like catastrophic losses when people do this? Would, would you like me to make a joke at somebody's expense? Yes. But Hopefully even he will agree, even though he, he and I are adversarial, Hopefully uh, he will I know agree with person. it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bet everybody's like Bernard Chapin and it's nothing but a sea of red in capital losses. Uh, well, I can't, I have no idea. <laughs> um, but on, on your, uh, from what you've witnessed, yeah, On I don't your know. Clients? Oh, oh, well, what I was going to say was that the vast majority of people are taking huge losses. And remember, you can only you can only claim 3000 in capital losses a year. It's capped. Now, mm -hmm. it does carry over, but people under are under the mistaken impression they can harvest these tax losses and take them all in a given year if they don't have any capital gains. Doesn't work that way. So, yeah. quick tax tip Unless you have capital gains to use the capital losses against, you are capped at three thousand a year, and that doesn't help that much. Wow! It, look at all this service we here at Older Brother Podcast are providing people today in terms of tax and accounting advice. And and most people don't know shit about investing. That's my conclusion when I see all this. I wonder if there was some kind of book out there that had a segment about investing. Or retirement planning, maybe. I don't know if there was a book out there, maybe that people might want to buy. It might be I'll just. Say. And and what book would that be? Uh, I was actually looking for Poor Rich's Retirement, but I don't think I got a copy of it here. I got a copy of all the other books. <laughs> yeah, the ones I have are in my office, so I can't uh, grab it. Um. All right, you got what? Twelve minutes. You had to go hard at one. Or um. That, I, that I'm actually, get postponed. Well, I'm actually good a little bit. Uh, I have to be somewhere at three forty-five. It's far away, but I'm I'm good for as long as you want to go. I think oh, cool! Yeah, no, yeah. I got I got other stuff. I have um an interesting article that I want to help out. I know uh, a lot of people think that I hate women, and uh, we hate women, and everybody hates women. Uh, everyone, in reality, we don't. But there's an interesting article that's come out. Everyone's talked about it, but I'm gonna take a different angle at it. Um, <clears throat> but okay. let's go back to the super chats. Clean that out. Yeah, we'll absolutely. See if there's any other tax advice you have for the tax season here? Um, young skies sends $2, but there's no message on it. So I think he's just giving us two bucks. Cool. So thank Thanks you. guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. feel free to ask guys. Now's the time. If you don't have the money for asshole consulting, but you got a short, sweet question, go ahead and ask. Otherwise, yeah. If you just want to donate money for the sake of donating money, go right ahead. Um, Chad, you know where all the money, the proceeds go to, which charity I selected to have all the donations go to. Oh shit! I had a comment about charity, but oh, what's the, yeah, I got to talk about charity real quick. But what, what were you going to say? Like where they go to? Guess the where charity? all the proceeds, everyone, all all super chat money goes to 
To you, as to it me, because yeah. fuck charity, well, fuck some the foundation, of the... fuck the kids, fuck the single moms, fuck the poor, fuck the throw fuck few, them all. Throw a few crumbs my way. I'm making no money now. My my season's over. So. I'm gonna throw you a couple bucks. I'm gonna. I'm couple gonna... of the bloody shekels or whatever. The blood shekels. Should we do blood, blood shekels? shekels? We could do blood. blood you ungrateful sons of bitches! We're giving you free fucking advice. You no good pieces of shit wouldn't be anywhere without us. I, so donate dude, kindly to the older brother podcast. This is I got. I'm so glad you said charities. I, charity, I need a couple let's do minutes. Charity. Listen. Wait, to hold on. Let's. Uh, do we have any uh, super chats left? We we do, but this will just take. This will okay. just take a minute. Okay. Lesson number four. Okay. Do not donate to charity. Do you want to know why? I'm gonna go from the philosophical point that charities have solved nothing. It's uh, a, in the it's past all 70 correct. Years, but you're gonna have you're gonna have a tax reason i bet as to why we should not donate to charities i do but i've always agreed with you because i've audited nonprofits before whatever you spend i won't name specific charities but what say you say you give it a, a charity a hundred dollars how much do you think after administrative costs you know fees kickbacks all the corrupt shit, oh, five five if that between five and ten it's despicable and there's some websites that actually show you how bad it really is Mm -hmm. So I've always been against uh, philosophically donating to these large charities, okay? To, to show you how despicable charities are and how they tug at the heartstrings and the good intentions of people, but how evil they are. Part of Operation Evil, one of the projects, one of the projects in Operation Evil is to set up a 503C and basically just take your guys' money. Well, not your guys' because you guys are smart enough not to donate to charity. But I have a couple charity ideas, and I can almost guarantee you more money will end up in the hands of the intended recipients than your average charity because that's how efficiently and lean it's going to be. Yeah. But let us let us not make any mistake. The primary reason for that nonprofit charity will be to enrich me as the administrator and CEO of it. I mean, we might actually incidentally help some people along the way, uh, but that is part of not Operation Good. Not Operation Let's Help Out the Children. It's called Operation Evil for a reason because it's evil. And I intend on legally profiting off of evil because it's so much more profitable than good. And guess who you'll have reporting the 990? I'm going to have you reporting the 990. Fuck yeah. yeah okay, I'll have to but... talk to you about managing a, a nonprofit. But yeah, well, it's it's not. It's just a couple ideas I have. <laughs> so back, so we have the philosophical argument on why not to, to contribute to charity. I'm going to right. now give you a tax argument. And I told all my clients this. So one of the big things about tax reform, without going into huge detail, is that they doubled the standard deduction. Okay, that means that less people are going to be itemizing, much Correct. less, actually, as it turned out this year. And the only time you can Char like charitable contributions are only useful on what's called a schedule a and that means you're itemizing now that they've doubled the standard deduction to really high amounts whether you're single or filing married guess what happens to the money you're donating it's no longer it no longer makes sense to itemize because yeah. the standard deduction is higher than your itemized uh deductions meaning that the tax incentive to donate to these corrupt charitable organizations is now gone Poof gone away poof so i made it a point to tell everybody who who had this change this year i'm like do not donate to these charities anymore you're not itemizing and i'll be upset if i see any more contribution like you want to donate to your church fine if there's a cause that's really near and dear to your heart fine 
But Blood do checkers. not, yeah, do not spend all this money. They don't deserve it, and it doesn't benefit you. I'm talking about the major, the major, you know, large charitable organizations. Oh yeah, no, I'd say even the smaller ones uh, too. I'll tell you this: <clears throat> when we come up with my charity, it'll be called Bloodshekels.org, and all proceeds will go to starving middle-aged bachelors um, who have no car loans or student loans debts. I think it'll go to reward people who were financially successful and paid off their student loans. I think that would be good. And you're also well, going to have to be white and male and straight and Christian. So even I wouldn't qualify for it, but I think, I think that will be what I'll, I'll create bloodshekels.org for. Well, in any case, um, for anyone listening to this, unless you're itemizing, don't you dare contribute to these shitty organizations. Don't. Um, is there, is there any charity? I, I was thinking like St. Jude's uh, cause it's for children's cancer, but then they returned all that money that, was made what was it dick masterson had a show and some people were mouthing off in the ch- no the donations came from like presumed neo-nazi groups oh yeah and then saint jude's law returned it or you go and something fucking happened i think a lot of it was trolling and it's just like yeah you know what if you're not gonna take dude you got money from the nazis come on come I on take I, it and run man that may have been a 4chan operation there but um wow. but okay yeah to your to answer your question yes like you can things like clothes you don't need anymore, you know, shoes you don't need. Say you have food that for for whatever reason you know you don't need. Absolutely, give give non cash goods to everybody mm-hmm. because it doesn't really matter. Even if you're not itemizing, it helps you clear out your extra stuff. You know, I'm I'm a little bit into minimalism. I think you are too. So I'm a big proponent of that. But do not give your cash to these organizations that are simply hoarding it for themselves under the guise that they're really helping somebody. Yes. That, that's no, I, what I think. I, I've, never, I've never seen a charity in my 40 years of life actually solve a problem or materially help people, including the federal government, the biggest charity of them all. Of course, because then I, they wouldn't have a job. Yeah. No, the, 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 the spectacular failure of charity at all levels, be it the government or specific nonprofit charities, is appalling is appalling. And it's, if you haven't figured out now that the number one sake purpose of a charity is to enrich the participants of the charity, not the beneficiaries, not to solve the problem, then I, then I don't know, go believe in global warming or that your liberal arts degree is going to have a job attached to it in the end. I just, I just cannot stand charities. It's just, and just to add, because I've, I've consulted for some and even worked a little bit some in these nonprofit structures, the staff that are working there who are doing real work, like the accountants uh, and the, you know, secretaries or whatever, they get shit pay, less than market rate, but all the people at the top, that's where the money's going. It is not Oh, they get their caviar dinners and their parties. Oh, yeah. It was fucking appalling. And you know what their justification was for this? To get bigger donors. No, no, no. Well, sort of. They're like, we could make, we need to make it equivalent what we could have earned in the private industry in order to give us, to give these people incentives to run these organizations. <laughs> and bullshit, these people can't make it in the private industry. It's such bullshit whether they say that. No, it, it's, it, you know, and that really, well, the same thing at the University of Minnesota, they give that excuse too. Well, we got to pay $800,000 to have a university president. It's like, if bullshit. you're working for a nonprofit, Shouldn't you be willing to take a pay cut? Like, shouldn't you be this old timer who has enough money? You know, you can retire. You don't really don't need it. And you're doing this truly out of charity and kindness. No, I guess you're in it for the shekels then, you lying sack of shit. 
So fuck you, fuck. Like someone was explaining to me, like the Susan G. Coleman, like, well, you really need a high paid corporate executive. And that person, but we got it. Like, no, fuck you. That person should say, I'm working for a charity, so I should be charitable. They don't do any work. What? Are you saying corporate executives at charities don't do any work? See, in a way, I'm fine with it in private industry. It's like you got to that position, you know, you, you rose up, whatever, that's fine. But if you're in a nonprofit, to me, it's just absolutely horrifically bad that a lot of them, they, oh, and they give themselves higher annual raises than they give the staff who actually does the work. It's disgusting, man. My, my favorite is the industry awards. Yeah. Pre- previous to the baby boomers, an award meant something. Like you got the, uh, you know, you, the Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, that meant something. You got the this prize or that prize for that industry. Now they just come up with these self-awarding. I, I even remember doing a study on it. The Parks Board down in Chicago has a has this battery of awards they give, like the Bird Award and the the Green Park and all this poppycock and bullshit and it's one group of people awarding another group of people who re-reward them with a different award it's just handing plastic and little wood trinkets back and forth and they put it on the red i mean awards mean shit it just it's just a universal group of people having their dick sucked and their asses licked out from one another that's all it is it means absolutely nothing any kind of award throw it don't even put it on your resume don't even bother back and you know what if you want Put put an award on your resume. I got the esteemed Elkins Award oh, for outstanding wow. achievement in podcasting. Oh Damn, yeah, yeah. Three years running. Three years running. Yeah, he gave it the committee. The committee set up some fucking ding ding website. The committee and there'd be chatty. We have everyone's and we'd all be posing with champagne glasses and we give this esteemed award da, 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 for the fifth annual Elkins Award in podcasting to oh my god, Aaron Clary, fifth time winner in a row. It's one big circle jerk is all it is. Um so uh a lot I I think maybe you want to wind it down, but there are a lot of super chats that let's get to the super we chats. Um you know what? Let me do real quick uh, sponsors here. Um let's do that real quick. Uh, asshole consulting you guys got questions contact me over at assholeconsulting.com if you have a problem i'm doing a, a new full life analysis i had two guys send in a lot of money to do a full life analysis which i will it's 200 bucks you could tell me you know career finance education dating marriage blah, 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 take a look at that the men mensadvocate.net check that out if you are divorced website for divorced men's the mensadvocate.net Sanity is the future of wealth. That is the best post I've ever written in my life. And it is behind the Patreon paywall. So if you want to donate through Patreon, which some of you actually do, but you want to get something in exchange, now you can get something in exchange. You'll have access to the the uh, essay, Sanity is the Future of Wealth, which I am going to probably publish one of these days. The Pence Principle, uh, lessons all men must learn from Ford Kavanaugh. If you basically want to avoid the fate of Justice Kavanaugh, where you're falsely accused of rape 70 years after it didn't happen, Read the Pence Principle. It's worth the, what, $10 for the book to make sure you don't have to spend Lord knows what in a false accusation of rape claim and get kicked out of school and all that. Trade the Ratio by Glorious Carl. Check out Trade the Ratio if you're interested in investing in gold and silver and don't know how to start. That book is available on Amazon as well. An Autistic Guy's Guide to Security. Are you autistic? Are you a guide? Are you concerned about security? Go and get An Autistic Guy's Guide to Security. That's available on Amazon as well. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez wants to stop cows from farting. One of the first books to be written about uh, Ocasio-Cortez. You too can find that 
on Amazon as well. <clears throat> Orionscoldfire.com. Check out that website if you want to go ahead and read some good conservative, libertarian, economical, philosophical thought. But also he has a nice photo gallery uh, that you can take a look at pictures there if you want to break from uh, politics. Thequintessentialist.blogspot.com, a movie review site so that you go there and make that your first stop. Before you go and invest the three hours it takes to see a movie, not to mention the hour or two it takes to work up this, the money to go see that movie. Movies are a big investment of your time. Make sure you don't waste yours. Go to thequintessentialist.blogspot.com and check out the movie reviews there. Academiccomposition.com. If you want someone else to write your worthless papers in college that have nothing to do with your degree, hire Alex and his crack team of writing staff over at academiccomposition.com. He's also looking to hire people, so go there and apply either to be a writer or to be a marketer. Chad, do these jobs, uh, do they sound awesome writing Marxist leftist drivel or doing marketing on Craigslist? In a perverse way, but no, this is not going to be like uh, training to become an actor or actress. This, this is uh, work. This is work and it's boring, but it can be done from home. So do not complain that it's boring work. Oh my God. And if you're looking to buy gold and silver, may I recommend going to MN, Minnesota, mngoldbuyer.com or call my good friend Mike at 763 Six five seven seven eight four three. That's seven six three six five seven seven eight four three. All right, let's do some super chats. I could go through the other stuff later. Okay, now this is from Bacon Maldito. These are very important questions. I'm going to need you to really think. Every about question from Bacon second. is very important. Yes. Yeah, this one's. Yes. I've, I've been waiting to ask this. He says, Cappy, seeking an easy and cheap business idea so that I can lease the perfect sports truck that allow me to acquire, to acquire all the local lasses at work. Thoughts? Well, first, um, I don't think he needs to lease the truck. I think what he should do, I call it the left-right. Are you familiar with this technique? Uh, I don't think I am. You should go up especially if the hot girl is in HR, it works best with women in HR and you do the left, right. You grab her left boob first, first then a right boob first. Now a lot of guys do right, left. And then that the, the scientists and, and people and entomologists have come up with studies to show that doesn't work. So I do the left, right. And you just, you grab the, the HR gal's left boob, you give it a good squeeze and you grab the HR girl's right boob. You give it a little bit of squirrel, squeeze and you say, I'm not a Southpaw. And then uh, you spank her in her ass. You say, get your ass in my truck, bitch. And then you have her buy you drinks. Um, that, and then you have her drop you off as you get your master's degree in creative writing at the local community college. And so that's, that's how you should do it. And then for a business idea, you should really just follow your heart and the money will follow. I think you should become an artist or a musician or an author or a combination of all three. Uh, but first... Borrow money from a payday lender at 43% interest and find the most expensive private liberal arts college that's not accredited to get your doctorates and all those degrees. And I think if you follow that advice, you're, you're off to uh, at least making your imaginary six figs where you can wear your hat backwards. And then we could talk about trucks. But right now, women just need to have their boobs grabbed, especially HR. That's, I think that's the best way to go about dating. Well, you know what I was going to say? I think he should sell jerky and he can call it bacon's jerky. Hey, that Steve's jerky is doing pretty well, I guess. Oh, he's, I, he's I, I was right. only being half kidding with this. Like, he's, I, he's, I, yeah. That's better than going and getting your master's degree in creative writing. I'll tell you that right there. Let's, I mean, the name is a little misleading, but yeah, bacon's jersey. It could yeah. work or jerky. <laughs> um, okay. Two dollars from uh, Clary's favorite person in the world. 
Sophia Loren. No, he doesn't look quite like that. But he, is this uh, a no good, dirty Latino that we know? It, it could be. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. Okay. Um, is he always like going into dank places and crawling around on his stomach? And uh... yeah, he's a huge sports ball fan. You know, oh yeah, very no, follow no. the crowd there. Um, yeah. He doesn't smoke pipes either. No, no, he's not that cool. Come on. Okay. Now. All right. So um, it is our homosexual friend Atham. He says, "Here you go, chat for two dollars. Mm-hmm. Here you go, Chad and crappy." I mean, Cappy. <laughs> that was it? That's all he said? That's it. He gave us a couple bucks. Right. I'll give those $2 to you because he dedicated them towards you. Well, no, he had you on there too. You know. Well, no, yeah. that's fine. Um, so now Bacon has a very astute observation here for $2.53. He says, why only four likes with 40 people watching here? And then that he has is a good blood question. likes. That is a good blood likes. Yes, blood likes. blood likes and blood shekels. All right, if everybody could, I'd really appreciate it if you'd like the uh, just click the like button. More importantly, if you'd subscribe to the channel because uh, we do have to keep it above two thousand to keep it monetized and all that other stuff. And uh, more importantly, have unlimited time. I think if you drop below two thousand subscribers or whatever, then you can't have it for more than an hour. Uh, who knows? Again, YouTube and Facebook and Amazon constantly changing shit. Uh, so if you would please kindly uh, subscribe, I know it's a pain in the ass. You don't have to make the uh, blood shekel donations, but blood subscribe and blood like, uh, yes, that would, that would really help out, um, with the older brother podcast and keep it here on the air and all that other good jazz. Okay. So the next one is from Dr. Khan blog for five bucks. He asks, Cappy, have you ever thought of making your clients file their question in a form-like application so they for so they're forced to make inquiries short and sweet? It's an idea, but I think you'd have trouble standardizing that, you know, because it's no, I th- that's not a bad idea. Um, the only reason I'm naturally against it, not not like I'm adamantly against it, but because I, I have it pretty streamlined down right now. The vast majority of the requests I get from asshole consulting are organized. They are thoughtful. They are structured. It's only like maybe one a week where I get some kid who obviously wasn't paying attention in English class. And Hey, I understand guys. I didn't pay attention in English class either, but I did know to create paragraphs and organize my thoughts. Um, so it's, it's not, it really, and plus if I did that, how am I going to piss off Chad with pictures of block text emails that I get? And get his right. agitation up. Yeah, I mean, it's almost worth it to have the occasional. I wouldn't want out. to deprive you or anybody else of that jer- of that joy. You know, right. I, I mean, if as a minimalist and and with adequate income, all your your material needs are taken. All that's left is ripping on other guys and and giving them giving them the you know giving them ribbing them a little bit to basically pick on other guys. That's all you have in life, really. And so without that, there's really no reason to live in life. So I guess we'll, we'll keep it around for now, but that's, that's not a bad idea because you could <clears throat> description of background, you know, and put a character limit on it. Yeah. Question, you know, what's your problem? What's your, I mean, we, I guess we could, but it's, it's not a, a big issue right now. I think we got it pretty good for now. Okay. Um, I'm only saying this to remind you and myself. Um, I, so our Katie definitely wants to be on one of your shows. So oh, I we got to get him on, that yeah. out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, he um, gave me some softball question at Asshole Consulting. He came over. Well, I think it, it, what would would immigration help or harm? If we got rid of immigration, would it help or harm economies? I'm like, oh fuck, Christ! And I had to sit down there for like 40 minutes figuring it out, and then the answer came to me. And he's also of your people, so he's a. Well, I don't, I don't know if I'm part of the Ashkenazi. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I should look into that. I mean, how do you figure that out? Uh, I don't know. God, people use this, you know, 23 and me stuff. I don't want the government having my DNA. Well, I, I did the 23 and me, but all it said was Eastern Europe. And okay. Cause the Judaism comes more from following the religion, not, not linear. It doesn't say Jew. It says Eastern Europe. And so I presume that's where, uh, that, that blood came from, but aren't the Ashkenazis out like near Uzbekistan or somewhere more in central Asia? Isn't that where they hailed from? Or my, yeah, I, I think so. Um, cause I, I didn't see any splotch on the map from that area. I'm just regular Jew. Oh, I thought the other half of you was like African. Yes. Yeah. Well, some parts are, yeah. That's, uh, um, but anyway, so, 87 octane Jew. So sad. Well, Arcady, um, is big into dating and advice and everything. So it'd probably be good for some of your listeners. So they don't have to ask the continual question. How do I get the girls? You know what? We should have him come in. I should have like celebrity guests come in like Sharp and Rich Cooper and all of them and say, how do you get the girls? You know, just see if there's any difference whatsoever in the answer. See if they get agitated I, and pissed I off. I know what, what at least one of them will say. Probably Which more. one? Oh, I won't say. You'll be able to oh, figure out Oh, come on. They're they not going to get upset. These guys have, have so, a spine. So who, who says this all the time? You have to make yourself your own mental point of origin. Well, that's Rolo. Rolo but it's not just it. him. It's also rich. They they say that. Well, but that's because it's true. It is like, true. You, it's great you, advice. Right. It is great. But it's like me saying, you must go to the gym. Oh, what is clear? You always say, oh, you must go to the gym. Yeah. You must all go to other people are going to parrot that advice. Everyone it's great thinks advice. That, it is good advice. Me saying yeah. going into the military, it just, everyone laughs at it. They, oh, it's, all it does is tell you to, to join the military and go into STEM. And the reason I tell you that is, yeah. Because you should fucking join the military and you should fucking go into STEM. And until I see, God, I did the stats more recently and I updated them. I was wrong in the past about just what percentage of degrees are worthless. If you assume all business degrees except for IT and accounting are worthless, do you know what percent of degrees are worthless being conferred now? Uh, I, I would say three quarters, 75%. It's 85%. It's 85. Wow. Yeah. And it has not been improving. So until I see that number drop to say 50, I'm going to keep parroting. Yeah. Maybe until I see kids graduating, going in the military and not having $75,000 in loans and student debts at the age of 32, wondering how they're going to pay it off, working as a barista, handing Chad their stack of receipts, having him do all the accounting mm. work until I see that go away. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to keep recommending that you don't fuck chicks with herpes. You don't get fat. You go to the gym and you join the fucking military and major in STEM. I'm going to keep recommending that until I see the rest of society start improving. Hmm. Um, well, we have, uh, we have one more super chat, uh, if you awesome. want to, it's from high alpha for $2. I'll, I'll field this one. Does the IRS audit the tax basis of 30 year olds sold stock? See, here's the thing with this. A lot of times you get a brokerage statement and either box B or box E is going to be checked, meaning that the basis of the stock that you sold 
was not reported to the IRS because it's too old or it's, you know, the brokerage house. Or maybe certificates, the pre-electronic date. Yeah. Yeah. And so when that happens, it's up to the individual taxpayer to report some kind of basis. Now I've had some clients that are like, Hey, I want you to report the basis higher than, you know, what, what I sold it for. That is an immediate, immediate red flag. That did not do? Yeah, you're, you're telling the IRS, well, I don't have a record of it and nobody does, but according to my calculations, I get to take a capital loss. They will be on your ass like a fly on shit, like if you do that. So the answer is yes and no. If you're, do, if you're taking an unreasonable position, no matter how old the stock is on its basis, um, they are going to audit you. But if you take an honest attempt at it, you do some research, yada, 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 you should be fine. Mm-hmm. I remember <clears throat> my great uncle passed away God, 20 years ago. Do you know what stock certificates we found and what a royal pain in the ass it was to find out how to get new shares in the new company? Oh, I'll bet it was. <laughs> what, what was it? Uh, one of the most famous companies in U.S. history. Long gone, long bought out. Oh, I hope it was Enron or no. No, no. Well, it's no. still in business. It's, okay, okay. I'll tell you where the shares inevitably, which company inevitably bought it out. But this is after like, you know, five layers of buyouts. He inevitably ended up owning shares in British Petroleum. Oh, BP. So it must have acquired. So it was a company they acquired a long time ago. It was a company they acquired that they acquired that they acquired long ago. God, I, I, what would BP own that's that old? I can't. Standard Oil. Oh, really? I yes. Know, he had the freaking certificates from God almighty, 1930 something. Wow. And I'm looking at these. I'm like, are we even going to be able to cash these in? Because it then became Amico and then something else. And then BP bought them out. Wasn't mobile part of that or whatever? Yeah, mobile they- maybe. Yeah. It, but I, <clears throat> it was a nightmare. I was talking to a bunch of – because. Because, of course, everyone comes to me because, oh, Aaron, you got your finance degree. You should know how to do this. Like, no, I don't know how to do this. They didn't say, hey, take these archaic certificates from the fucking Taft administration and convert them into BP shares. Now, it wasn't that wasn't a thing. It didn't, they didn't have that class. Mm, that's a cool story. I might have held on to them. Just be like, hey, look what I got. You know, <laughs> no, they ended up be, being worth something. I mean, they obviously had grown in value since, you know. The Great so Depression. It, it would have actually been up to you or your accountant to try to figure out what those the basis of them when he acquired them. And sometimes it just can't be done. So you make an educated guess and you justify it to the IRS. And most of the time, you know, they'll be like, hey, your guess sure. is as good yeah. as mine. Yeah. Um, I have an article I want to go through. Do you have time? Or are you busy? No, I'm fine. One more super chat and then do that. And then I, you know, we got 20 more minutes or so. All right. Cool? Let me t- let's take a break. I got to pee. I got to gargle. I'm losing my voice. We'll come back in about two minutes. All right. All right. I'll, I'll actually answer that super chat. It's for me. All right. Good. If everybody go. likes Chad more, give him the super chats while I'm away so you can show him how much more you love him than me. I'm going to sing. <coughs> Tall and tan. No, I'm not really going to do it. Uh, King Thorhammer asks, how much would it cost to hire Chad for quarterly accounting services and Seth Himes for digital marketing consulting? Wow, I have no idea how much the digital marketing consulting would cost. Actually, that might be a question for Nick. Um, All right. So you're, you're asking how much somebody would have to pay me to handle their quarterly filings. I would say that it's actually not a great question because that's something that somebody should be able to do on their own. 
I mean, either I set up the quarterly filings for them, the, the vouchers in advance when I did their prior year, or you can try figuring it out yourself and file it because it's very easy to do that. But since it's my off season and if somebody came to me for that, I'd probably just charge like 250 an hour for that. I don't normally charge that, but I mean, if someone's really going to take away from my, you know, my vacation time for something silly like that, they're going to have to pay for it. So let's see what else is in the chat. Um, Elkins, what website do you recommend for doing my own taxes? Uh, I don't know. If you just have two W-2s, just use TurboTax or H&R. Or really, Tax Act is pretty good. It's free. Uh, don't worry. I didn't sing. I don't care if you sing. Okay. And I was telling the audience. Yeah, girl from Impanema? I started it, but I got cold feet. You know what's It doesn't have lyrics, but the uh, the Odd Couple theme song. Do 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 is that what it is? Yeah. Do 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 do. Anyway, we've been watching. Uh, I know this is an aside. Uh, you know what? I'll save it for another time because that might lead off somewhere. All right, so we're all caught up on the super chats. Uh, yes, but just one quick thing. Um, Metal Drummer sixty seven, not a super chat, but he asks Chad, what role would you have in Operation Evil? Well, I'll certainly handle tax preparation. I'll assist with any accounting measures. And I may be able to add some content, too. Yeah. And we all have to grow snidely whiplash mustaches. Yeah. And wear top hats. So that way you know we're Operation Evil. <laughs> Unlike being a fat black chick like Oprah, where you're like, oh, she's evil. That's, <laughs> it's Oprah. She's immediately recognized as evil. Um, um, have you heard of this? What's her name? Jesse Taylor? Girl, uh, it uh, sounds familiar. Was she an Instagram model or something? Instagram or? gal who had a meltdown on YouTube, uh, because her Instagram account got canceled. Oh, I do. Yeah, I saw this. And um, uh, she's afraid. And and there's pictures, and it's um, it's basic bitch. Um, it's clickbait. Here you have a a girl who's gotten by on her looks the entire time. She's made lots of money. And now at the age of 21, uh, she's freaking out because she might have to get a, a real job, as she said, on her YouTube. And she just she just dug a deeper hole. Why did they cancel it? Did, did it say? Or... I, I don't know. I, I think maybe uh, trolls got to it or maybe you're not allowed to have porn on it. I, I really don't know. Um, okay. I, I really don't care. Uh, but I'm going to read through a quick little article here. And we're going to help out the women uh, because there's a lot of. There's two main things to draw from this, of which you're going to no doubt have some comment on. Uh, But we're not here to make fun of this girl. I mean, she does that wonderfully on her own. But there's a very important lesson uh, for any younger sisters listening here, or for any of those of you who happen to have sisters in your life you'd like to help them out. Uh, The Instagram influencer, hate that word, fucking yeah, that's an obnoxious word. Oh, I hate that. Just don't tell – whatever, guys, when I die, don't say I was an influencer on my uh, epitaph or whatever they call it. I have a client who's an influencer. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, the Instagram influencer whose 100,000 strong following got wiped says she called the police because it felt like a murder. Um, a week ago, an Instagram influencer named Jesse Taylor uploaded a video to YouTube where she tearfully explained how her profile with over 100,000 followers had been deleted. She begged people to stop reporting her account as spam. 
saying she didn't have the skills for a normal job and was trying to be a fucking better person. <laughs> it's all, I don't have the skills to have a normal job. <laughs> ah. Like working. I, I mean, she's, yeah, in one hand, she's despicable and vile, but in the other hand, the father could not be reached for comment. Of course. Uh, the video stopped reporting my Instagram account has about 800 likes to 11,000 dislikes and comments below saying things like, this is exactly what an entitled brat looks like. Get a job, you entitled tramp. Taylor21, who mostly posts selfies and photos of her in bikinis on her old account, said that this hatred is the main reason her Instagram account was deleted. It wasn't reported for posting nasty photos, she told insiders. It was reported for having haters. Hang on. Um, Taylor said that though she had made $500,000 from her account over three years, that money does not last. <laughs> Chad, you made $500,000 in three years. You think it would last? You think you'd have something to show for it? I would love to know how the hell that doesn't last. I need more breakdown of that. What a fucking horrible thing to say. It just, it just gets worse. Here, here, She's quoted here again. You go to the Gucci store a few times. You pay a couple of months of rent. I'm not rich like I used to be, she said. Taylor had previously faced controversy, which she didn't want to talk about on the record. However, she did say that she apologized for trouble with law enforcement and the streams of her online making racist comments. Well, that <clears throat> she looks to be not 100% white either here. That wasn't from the bottom of my heart, she said. At the time, I didn't have that many followers, so I thought if I say this, maybe I can get more followers. Taylor said she was mimicking the behavior of other controversial influencers who say who could say whatever they want and still maintain their popularity, except in this case, it didn't pay off. It feels like everyone is after me for no reason, she's told Insider. What is their legit reason for not liking me? They've never met me in person. How can you hate me from a computer? How can you write a paragraph about someone and hate them so much after just seeing a video of them? Taylor said that after working as a stripper for three and a half years, gave her a thick skin, but that she still can't understand why people dislike her as much as they do. I'm not a hateful person. I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, that see, that makes me hate her. The fact that she said that. Well, but she, she's so dumb. Okay. <clears throat> Beauty is the biggest curse in the world. I think for a lot of women, because it shields them from the real world that they grow out to be like this. Like she really doesn't think, that $500,000 is a lot of money. She actually believes in astro not astronomy, astrology. Um, she doesn't understand. She's so disconnected from the working real world that saying things like, I don't have the skills to work a real job. She doesn't see how that's incredibly insulting to everybody who just sucked it up and had to work a real job nonetheless. She isn't right. even that good looking. I was just looking to pick She's her. good looking enough. She's good looking yeah. enough that she's been brought up in this bubble that women aren't going to check her because they want to be like her and men aren't going to check her because they want to fuck her. Yeah, that's true. That's how these girls are brought up. And in the end, as you see, they lack the social graces and certainly the business acumen to keep it a long-term thing going. And then when it comes time that, okay, now you've had your shot at fame or you're just getting older and you're not, your, your, sex, your sexuality is no longer attracting men or the favors that would grant you from society. Now you have to get a real job. By the time they're, they're certainly 40, they don't have the mental capacity to work. It would be truly a traumatic experience for them to work. And so they just die. In, I know I'm more, more than one person, but one person in particular, dad passed away, unfortunately, very early. She got a huge 
uh, multi-million dollar settlement, immediately proceeded to piss away the money, got by and looks the entire, now <clears throat> she's 50 and um, she has a shopping addiction. So she goes to Goodwill to shop, to get that shopping addiction. And she's on uh, social security, disability, uh, has her cats um, because no one ever corrected her when she was younger saying, Hey, you got to get a job. Hey, this ain't going to last forever. And she certainly did not save the money just as this young lady did not save her $500,000. And so to have have that disability of beauty make you so deaf, blind, and dumb to the real world, let alone saving your money, uh, it, it it I'd almost have to say it is kind of having a disability. Oh, you got huge advantages up front and early, but you lack any of the wisdom that being a normal person or having the real world beat the shit out of you occasionally that would come with it. And so now this is this is the concept. She's been if she's twenty one, what she do? Start stripping right away at at eighteen. She must have. Yeah. I, I found another article about this where it says she finds herself sobbing over the prospect of a nine to five job. Right. Well, <laughs> she's never had to face that fear before. To be fair, I find I would hate to have a nine to five job, too. <laughs> all I had to do was shake my tits on the Internet and I made five hundred thousand dollars a year. And then all of a sudden, like that was my future. And now I got to go to a nine to five job. I could see where that would suck. Now I'm kind of like, oh, I wish I could go to a nine to five job in some regards because I'd have people to talk to. Um, <clears throat> I can't relate to hateful and jealous people because I've never been a hateful, jealous person. <laughs> But she also said she might have a problem with the way she keeps it too real. My friends say I can't just exactly say exactly what I think of people. She said, well, why the fuck not? Taylor told Insider that her Instagram account being deleted felt like a murder and that the person <laughs> was instrumental in taking it down, posted screenshots, and bragged about it. I felt like it was a homicide, she said, like somebody murdered me and then went online to say I murdered this girl. I called the police actually and told them about this, and they said, you can't compare a murder to this. And I was like, no, that's exactly what it felt like. God. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> um, this is hurting my head, this thing. One of Taylor's fans gave her a new account, which has about 8,000 followers. Chad, do you or I have 8,000 followers within 24 hours? No. In fact, I think it took you quite a few years uh, to get to a certain number right. of YouTube subscribers. And I'll, and I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this. Uh, all my social media out of the thousands of subscribers that I have, you know, maybe, maybe 10% ever actually check in. Mm. Uh, but with these Instagram models. Oh, yeah. Every guy's checking in. I mean, the 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 ratio of active subscribers versus just stated subscribers, the ratio for chicks showing their tits is way higher. Um, mm. she already has like, here's some free financing. Here's a free company. Here's a free new platform. Um, but she said Instagram had blocked her from posting for a month. Oh, she has to wait a month and she's wary of using the platform. Now. Anyway, she said she'd rather focus on her YouTube channel, which has about 5,000 subscribers. Basically when you do a YouTube, you could go anywhere, save money, possibly move to the UK. She said she liked the UK because she believes people there are less judgmental and that's where her bigger fan base is. Also, she said guys are hotter there. When I see Lindsay Lohan move to another country, all right, we don't, we don't have to. Read yeah, that. let's please stop. It's, it's, it's <laughs> all right. Um. So what? I got to go. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I got to go in the next five or ten minutes, and we have a couple of super chats. But what were you gonna say? I just want to pull two lessons. What are two lessons girls should learn from this? I would say one: freaking save money. If some people are telling you to, you know, shake your tits and you're getting it. Save your money. What's the yeah. other? What's the other very important lesson? I'd say even more important than saving the money. Uh, man, I guess uh, 
have other skills besides take shaking your tits? Is that not it? Or Chad, could you and I just draft up five hundred thousand dollars by posting pictures of ourselves on the internet? It would be tough. Maybe we could. I don't know. No. What do you think Wait. in the chat? <laughs> here's, here's what I'm saying. I always encourage women to go into STEM, become doctors, accountants, engineers. I, I want you girls to be as successful as men. I want people to be more successful because why would you begrudge people not having more success? But women, ladies, listen to me. You have a huge advantage that men don't, and that is the number one commodity in demand in the world is what, Chad? It is young, attractive, uh, nubile, sexy chicks. Female beauty. Yeah. Not oil, not gold, not uranium. It's female beauty. It's had cathedrals built before they get burned down. Oop, too soon. You girls, <laughs> you girls can hate that as much as you want. You could say it's objectifying and degrading and that you have a brain and you have a, you have talent. I'm not questioning that, ladies. I'm not. I'm telling you, it doesn't change the fact that the number one thing in demand, the whole fucking reason there's electricity or computers or webcams or rockets or anything is because men wanted to fuck women because the number one thing in demand was female looks and beauty. Now, <clears throat> that is a given. That is a fact that will never go away. And you girls, when you're young, you have a choice. Yes, you could go the STEM route in accounting. Not say you can't do it when you're young. But while you have the opportunity, Especially now with the internet, you don't even have to meet these guys. In the olden days, you had to go to a nasty strip club and have guys putting their fingers with the dollar bills in your thong. If you had to do actual prostitution, you had to sleep with them. Now on the internet, you just got to post bikini pics. Yeah. Goddamn Instagram account. And you'll make almost more than 100000 133000 a year if I do my math right. 160000 a year if I do the math right. And even if you just strip like a couple of my clients, you're still making six figures if you do it in front of the camera. It's amazing. Right. I mean, it's never been safer. It's never been easier for you to make so much. So I understand. Yeah, you got brains. You got intelligence. You got this other dream. Fine. In the meantime, there is a goddamn gold mine for you just to go and shake your ass and make six figures. That you can then invest in a long-term skill like engineering, accounting, surgery, dentistry, whatever else, whatever your passion is. And instead of borrowing money from the goddamn taxpayers that you're never going to pay back anyway and bitching about not having enough money, why don't you just hit the gym, stay in shape, flash your titties on the internet a little bit, charge up the yin-yang form, and after two to three years, you have enough money to not only pay for an education, but maybe even a goddamn house. And if you cash in and capitalize on your youth and beauty while you can, while you are young, you will make the remaining six decades of your life so much fucking easier. And I have been beating this into the heads of my clients who are in this role, and it's having a good effect. And it's not me trying to be a white knight. I'm just doing my job. And because they came to me, they're saving more and it's... I was really impressed uh, with how they came to me this year compared to last year. They're actually listening to what I'm saying. Right. And, and show them the timestamp on this, on this conversation that we're having right now. All right. Yeah. The other key thing, however, is what? What was the number one problem with your clients that you had? Well, they had trouble showing up on time sometimes. Well, and What was the other one when it came to paying the IRS? 
Oh yeah, they they a lot of times they weren't actually prepared to do it, you know, even though I told them to, but because they would, didn't do what with their money. Well, they didn't save it. They didn't set it aside. But some of them actually did this year, dude. Cool. All right, there's yeah. hope. We're, yeah, there's hope right. for there's, them. There's hope. There's there's an audience that's receptive. So, ladies, this is this is a future industry for every young woman out there. I'm thinking, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it. In the meantime, girls, it's like these basketball players and NFL players. They make millions of dollars. Or um, who's the Diet Pepsi guy or the Pepsi guy? MC Hammer. Oh, yeah. Piss away the money, and they got nothing to show for it. Ladies, if you don't know, go talk to Chad Elkins. He'll set up an IRA account. He'll explain it to you. But in the meantime, save your fucking money. Don't buy Prada or Gucci or whatever the fuck it is. Save your goddamn money. I mean, if I made $160,000 a year, I'd have something to show for it. I don't make $160,000 a year. I still have something to show for it. But if I had half a million dollars, or some people, that I think there's one gal that makes $200,000 a year on um, Patreon, and all she does is post selfies, I'd be set for life, right? Or, or at least get college paid for and pay cash for your house, then go party, okay? Then, then go, you know, but get... Get it so at least you got a house and you never have to pay rent again. Get it so at least you got a reliable car. You never have to pay a car loan again. All right. And then go party. All right. That's, that's all I got to say. And that's all this, this post. And that's why I say it's, it's beauty is, is an incredible crippling handicap to women because if they have it, they don't sit, they can squander half a million dollars. They can squander half a million because no one taught them subtraction and addition apparently let alone what an IRA is. Well, I have to say, I felt like a proud, I was very proud about how at least a couple of them really took my advice. So I, I have to say that they will listen. The right ones will listen as long as you get through to them. Good. You know what? And maybe that's a little side business. You could say, you know, like Elkin CPA will set up uh, the webcam models IRA fund or something. <laughs> uh, no, seriously. Here, here's an IRA. Just stack some money away. Um, you know, you could be like the guy in the professional. He just takes the money from the professional and says, don't worry, it's squirreled away. I'll take care of you. That kind of thing. <laughs> get some pimp rings. All right, let's do some super chats and then you can go. All right. We got a couple here. One from King Thorhammer for $2. This, ah. is, probably, this is probably for you. Um, why can't Congress lower spending to 17% of GDP? Uh, because then they'd be voted out of office. Yeah. Because basically, yeah. They're- you got to realize the entire Democrat Party is essentially elected because they bribe their constituents, their voters, with tax other people's money. That's that's why. Um, I think federal spending. What is fe- I think federal? It could be at seventeen. I have to look at the stats again because you'd be amazed how much state and local take. They're almost half the size of the of the federal government. I feel like federal has to be higher than that. Like we have. Uh, it, you'd be surprised. Um, yeah, I'd have to take a look at it again. Um. But yeah, uh, that that's the short answer. Why is because if we cut spending that much, the Democrats would would get kicked out of office. We are in a democracy. Don't tell me it's a republic. I know, uh, but people are voting in to take Peter from Paul because it's like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's uh, true. That's it. Oh, and then Thorhammer emailed me because I think he he emailed me and says, "Hey, you didn't get to my asshole consultant request." And I went through all my emails and I couldn't find one from him. So if he or anybody else out there had. Please email me again. I have a feeling there's one out there that I didn't get this past week. 
And also, I got a pretty lax schedule for a while. So if you ever need to, me to pop on, I should have plenty of time to. Cool. For any yeah. yeah. The Clary podcast or something. All right. Other super chats. Um, so this looks like the last one. It's from Bacon again um, right. for $5.09. Thoughts on vegan YouTube stars melting down. Did not one but two recordings on this very subject. It was that fun since vegans hate me on Instagram. Do you know any vegans in your like your life? I have. Um, and if they are vegans now, it's not because I can't eat the animals. They're doing it actually for health reasons. Like they're doing no meat, no processed foods. That's okay. the reason. It's not because they care about the animals. That's um, fair. Yeah, no, I'm, I don't, I don't criticize. If you're doing it for health, I have known vegans, of course, back in the nineties, you know, every, every kid in high school, I'm a vegan, I'm a peasant. I shut the fuck up. You're a little, <laughs> um, <laughs> But my opinion about them, I don't know. Why are they why are they melting down? Why are they having meltdowns? I mean I, I honestly didn't know anything about this until now. I hate to sound so ignorant, but um as I've been getting older and as asshole consulting has grown, I have less and less free time. Um my time is spent less on politics. Like I pay no attention to politics. I don't pay attention much to e drama. <clears throat> um and especially these loser sects within leftist politics like environmentalism or veganism or whatever else you know like this is our little special pet i i just don't have time for these it's like atheists which isn't really political but we don't believe in god okay well good for you but they managed to never shut up about a disbelief about a non-belief how can you how can it you don't believe in god okay good now go away and live your life you know it's just there's channels and books and seminars and the same thing with with vegans or or um vegetarians i don't believe in eating animals okay i understand you there and now i'm gonna yell in your face about how inferior you all are like yeah that's that's where they lose me you can't tell me what to do it's like you yeah, know? Shut up, lady I, I just you know or or um you know feminism on a certain level you know, you're a feminist or MGTOWs and MGTOW. Okay. I'm a man going my way. Well, go your own way. Then if I was a MGTOW, I wouldn't be sitting there on the internet obsessing what women do. Uh, yeah, and say, I, feminists say, okay, you're a feminist. Go do feminine things. And they do anything but, but obsess about being men and hating on men and wanting to be men and hating the feminine. I, I, I mean, if you truly were a feminist, wouldn't you, or a MGTOW, wouldn't you be alleviated of the pursuit of the opposite sex and then you could just enjoy a life of fishing and eating ho-hos? Right. If I you want to get technical about it, I'm a MGTOW every January 15th through April 15th, but I don't really care. I'm just trying to do my work. You know? Yeah. I Well, the words have been co-opted by ideologues who have nothing else going on. I, I'll say it again, boy. Those those Today's modern MGTOWs are virgin towels, as I like to delineate between them and real MGTOWs. Today's virgin towels and feminists, they totally deserve each other. They do. Totally Sides of the same coin. They should hook up with each other. <laughs> Solve two problems. Ooh, that'd, be, that'd be some ugly looking kids. That'd be ugly looking kids. But uh, All right. Um, I, I think I got to get out of here. It's all getting, right. Thanks yeah. for being on the show. Everybody take a look at uh, Chad's site, elkincpa.com. Everybody go buy my books. You can find that on amazon.com. Uh, the super chats to the fan mail. And then uh, if you want to help out the show, go to olderbrother.com slash donate. There's three ways you could do it there. Amazon purchasing, which is the way I recommend. And you can also donate to Patreon and donate to PayPal. You get nothing in exchange for that. That's it. Thanks for being on, Chad. You got it. You want to take us out appropriately. Toodles. <laughs>